This is The 20 with DJ Spider, presented by BeatSource. Welcome to The 20 Podcast, bringing you interviews with the best DJs, producers, and music industry professionals from around the globe. I'm your host, DJ Spider. That's right. This podcast is brought to you by BeatSource. BeatSource is the new digital music service for open format DJs. You got to get on there. BeatSource link has launched. You can DJ from the cloud. You could save it to your service. You could DJ. BeatSource could be integrated inside of your DJ software or inside of your hardware, and you could be DJing from it, sending your playlists here and there, trading with people. Plus, the site is being run by DJs and these amazing music, these amazing music curators. So they've got playlists of, like for example, the 20 playlist every Friday, 20 new songs that are for open format DJs, all genres, or the Afrobeats playlist, the acapellas, acapella tools, old school, new school. They got everything. They're constantly updating it. So you got to get on there. Go check BeatSource.com if you haven't already. Huge thank you to all the listeners out there, the Beat Sorcerers, all my people in this community that have helped make this show what it is. Thank you guys for rocking with us. I'm constantly receiving these amazing messages from you guys about listening to the show, being inspired by it, sending me questions, helping me out with it. I really appreciate it. Um, if anyone wants to get more involved or just keep talking, hit me at DJ Spider on Instagram, or I am on Twitch now, twitch.tv slash DJ Spider. Spelled DJ S-P-I-D-E-R. I'm on there. I'm doing shows. Hit me with a whisper. That's that Twitch terminology. And um, keep in touch. Anyone wants to help me out with my Twitch, I definitely am trying to build a little team on there. So please keep in touch. Um, and, um, you know, hit those links to follow me on all the stuff. So thank you guys for listening and being out there. And I'm really excited about this show. I think... That the guest we have on today, you guys are going to be really excited about too. This is somebody that is very well respected in the DJ community and someone that I think is one of the most creative DJs and people around. I mean, his creativity that he puts into everything he does is beyond 100%. It's unbelievable. He's one of my favorite DJs. He's a great human being. He's just absolutely hilarious. Every project he does, I'm a supporter and I love it. Um, I mean, he also is one of the one of the few DJs out there that I think can rock almost any kind of party. He he finds what he likes and how he can be creative within anything. So he'll go do the do-over, a very underground heady party to uh, Vegas, do Tau and just play a big Vegas room and then go straight to play um, a festival, holy ship or something. And he can pull it off and his creativity shines through within all of that. He also is a music producer. Uh, he's in a group with people. He tours around when we have touring. Um, he ha uh, has his own clothing brand. He's a family man. He's got a kid. There's so much going on with this guy. Um, that I mean, it's insane. Like he's obviously really good at time management, which we discuss on the podcast, and he's killing it on Twitch right now. His Twitch stream is hilarious. It makes you laugh. It makes you cry. It's like just amazing and inspirational and great. So you gotta peep it. Um, he's you know done stuff. I mean, he's a three style world champion, Red Bull three style world champion. He's still at the top of the game with that. I mean, his sets will inspire you no matter what, every time you listen to it. 
Um, this dude is a great human being. Hilarious. I love him. So uh, please, without further ado, give it up and make some noise for four color Zack. Four color Zack. Let's go. What up, four color Zack? How you doing, man? I'm well. How are you? <laughs> I am well as well. Um, I guess how you doing is kind of a stupid question at this point. But uh, how was your weekend? How about that? Uh, it was rough, man. I had a, I had actually the worst hangover in a while this weekend. Oh, really? From your Twitch Thursday will get you. night? Yeah. Twitch will get you. Twitch, yeah. I know. In the beginning, I'm like, people aren't drinking as much because they're not in the club. And people are like, I got that healthy life. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people, I feel maybe like. I just know, maybe I just know degenerates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, now it's like, damn, there's no, it's not Friday night or whatever. People are just like, shot time. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you do an extended stream too, it's like when we were in the club, it was one thing you had your set amount of time that you knew, okay, well I can endure if I get there and I hop on at midnight, I'm out, depending on what city you're in, I hop out of there two or four or whenever, Right. you know, I can endure that. But when you, when there's no exit strategy and you're in your own house, yeah, it's like, okay, I've been DJing for seven hours and <laughs> like you look around and it's just mayhem. It's insanity. And then you're like, what am I going to eat? You're just like opening your fridge, like staring ah. inside. <laughs> mm. um, At least you don't have to wake up for a plane the next day. I know. That's the good part. I mean, we do have kids, so that wakes that's us true. up. That's true. Yeah. But still, I always was taking that early flight to get home to my kids. So now I'm like, yeah. just let me sleep one more hour. <laughs> um, yeah. But I saw, I mean, speaking of why you're hungover, your stream on Thursday was pretty epic legendary however you want to describe cool. it i mean it was one, uh one foot in front of the other man just trying to figure <laughs> it all out it was thursday night we're recording this on a monday this is coming out on wednesday but it was last thursday and you were you know you had fpe front page energy you were on the uh <laughs> i saw eric deluxe typing that the whole time fpe eric i'm like is that a new uh term that we're gonna be chanting um but yeah, you you uh, you started out your stream, which has become your Thursday night. Is there a time? Eight o'clock or something? It started at seven, and then I pushed it to eight, and then I'd always be late. And now it's like eight thirty, and nice. I don't know. It's it's tough. I I got a lot of thinking to do about that. I don't know if consistency yeah. is better or if just who cares because we're on our own schedule or what. But I definitely feel bad for East Coast kids because all I get is messages of like, please go on earlier. And it's like, ah, I know I'm trying. It sucks when people go on at six, I'm like having family dinner. You know, I can't, I can't, yeah, I can't do that either. Yeah. You can't so, please them all, I guess. Yeah. You know? Sorry guys. And then what are people in Hawaii thinking or New Zealand? <laughs> They're all, yeah. Over. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can't, you can't win, but your Thursday night is your night at this point for your stream. For and now, yeah. you've been doing it for like a couple months like that. I think at least, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And this Thursday, um, you implemented some new segments. You They put you on the front page about, yeah. I don't know, a little bit into your stream, like probably 30 minutes to an hour into it. Yeah, I think uh, we went up on at like 9, just after 9, and we stayed there till I jumped off at 1. That was the longest huh. I've ever seen anybody on the front page. And I will say, like, you're, you know, you're 
for people that don't know you, then they'll learn from this. But a lot of people, a lot of DJs listen to this and I think they know your style. You're a risk taker, I would say. <laughs> I mean, you're not afraid to try some crazy shit and then be able nah, to come yeah. back from it. I think you have the confidence to be able to come back from some crazy shit, whether you're in Vegas or at the do-over or on your stream. Right. But this was the epitome of that because <laughs> you were like, all right, they're putting me on the front page. I'm going to have Valentino come on Zoom and teach me <laughs> about wrestling for hey, like a, a good 30 <laughs> minutes or more with no music or DJing. And you're on the very front page and people like are seeing you for the first time. I mean, it goes up to like 8,000, 9, 10, 12, 15,000. We, we topped out at 16 something. Yeah. Yo. And then, I mean, even in the beginning, I was kind of like, oh shit, is he going to DJ? And, <laughs> and like, what's he going to do? And then you just kept going with it. And the shit ended up just becoming so funny and like crazy and silly. And the way that you, you know, you're an expert multitasker at this point, it seems like, um, but like that shit was hilarious. And then like, it was almost like the way in a club where you build up a set, like you were you had this thing. People are anticipating, like, is he even going to DJ? Are we going to talk about wrestling? Are we going to? I mean, the dude who puts his hands in his pockets and does the flip. <laughs> <laughs> See, we learned so much new stuff. That was the funniest shit ever. Like, my kid did that unknowingly on the be my bed last night. He put his hands in his pockets and did a flip. And I'm like, like I've seen this. I'm like, you're the wrestling guy. I couldn't even remember his name. It was like Orange Cody or something. But <laughs> oh, man, I know. I, I forget it every single time. <laughs> orange, Orange oh, Justice. It starts with a C, yeah. Orange Chester. I don't know. But that shit was amazing. Um, yeah, but I mean, yo, you killed it. You, you have all these segments. What is it? Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy. <laughs> <laughs> i've never i've never been into wrestling so that stream was like i mean that segment was teaching me so much i was like what the yeah fuck is i mean this? i figured like hey we're in quarantine we might as well learn something new you know i need to learn why it's why this is so popular so. yo i mean standouts definitely were the orange cassidy with the hands in the pockets i mean he would just grab someone with the side of his arm <laughs> and the i liked his wiggle <laughs> his wiggle, wig, out of the he would wiggle under the person <laughs> And then the dude with the stormtrooper glitter helmet oh. that couldn't get through the wall that fell off. Shockmaster. <laughs> yeah. And the parrot guy, like that was yeah. some classic material right there. Yeah, um, yeah. That we got to do that again. I was talking to Valentino, and we're gonna get. I think we're gonna get him and Twelfth Planet back on together to do it because you know Twelfth Planet's like a huge wrestling fan too. So. Oh my God, Twelfth Planet is the best too. Like you can talk so to much him. fun. I've talked to him about like drum and bass or any specific thing. You can talk to him forever about it. Oh God. Yeah, absolutely. Such a fun dude to hang out with. Oh my Good God. Times. Well, yeah, that was amazing. So congrats on that. Um, Thank you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> that was like, <laughs> you know, that, that was a, a master class in like what the fuck is happening <laughs> and you're pulling it off <laughs> somehow. Um, I don't know. Yeah, how I, mean, I figured like, I figured nobody wants to see me just DJ for seven hours. That's, doesn't sound very interesting. I mean, probably some people do, but I really appreciate the fact that you do that. And I think it's, you know, it's the best. Like that that's where you're going to get the gold. You know, I think some people will be worried like, "Oh shit, I'm on the front page. I can't do the wrestling segment now." And you're like, "Oh no, you got to the wrestling segment now." You lean all the way into it. That's the whole point. Exactly, yeah. lean into it. That's like your DJing as a whole is like just lean into it. You know, like but, uh A-Track said it one time. It said commit to the bit. And that's like, oh, yeah. There you go. 
Exactly. Because really, because that's yeah. like anything that I've ever uh, had success in is just you see like a glimmer of something cool and then just lean all the way into it until it then it gets kind of like uh, this is sketchy and then keep leaning into it and then you break through to like you break down the fourth wall and then all of a sudden it's like even better. Yeah, so. you're right. No, it's it's like, yeah, exactly. Like Eric Andre or Hannibal Burris or, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. You, where you're like, yeah, you, do I like this? This is stupid. Why are they doing this? This is the best thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> exactly. And I'm yeah. showing all of my friends, you know, like yeah. it's and shit appears just like DJing. It should just appear out of it that you never thought of. And you're like, this is great. I love this. Totally. I mean, yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, that's been amazing. That that Thursday night was great. I don't know how the hell you're gonna do the recap uh, thing that you usually do. <laughs> it's a lot of work, man. I'm so many episodes behind. I just I edited one this morning from like three weeks ago. It's like, oh god. It's like almost like a big your first big investment might have to be like an editor that can somehow get on your same wavelength and watch it just like you, and you can trust. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Uh, Cause I'm sure it's hard going back. I know, but you, cause you have to do so much planning for it. And I'm sure going back to re-edit and do those highlights is like tedious as fuck. I'm getting, I'm getting, uh, when I do the re-edits now, I do, um, I do it faster because I'm getting, um, a lot of what's, how do I say it? I'm just a lot, uh, less patient. Whereas before, like the first couple episodes, I would dissect every little thing and see like, well, does this have legs? If I chop this up with this, does it make more sense? And now it's like, yeah, it was sort of funny, but not enough. It needs to just be like just the hits right now. Right. You're right. like a, a director of like a stand-up comedy special. You're like, not funny. Cut it. All right. It. <laughs> end it. End it. The crowd's yeah. not laughing. Hey, um, a lot of times they don't. <laughs> I know. I mean, I just put one out uh, this morning, and I just remember thinking like, this is funny. And then I went and I checked on it later. I was like, well, that makes one of us. So <laughs> It was funny. It was- Wait, what was it? I saw it. <laughs> uh it was this morning it was, now. this so morning it was comes out uh anyway, yeah, yeah. what well, i'm I'll looking it, <laughs> it was um oh the um no not that <laughs> that one that one whatever that one's obnoxious that was uh, on the one that was like on the thousand subscriber thing and i didn't know what to do at a thousand subs because i wasn't prepared for it right and then so it was like, well, dang, what can I do that's the least bit, like, interesting at all? A couple weeks before, I had, like, played a, a, my rap song or something. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, oh, I can't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, I played a Jack U diss. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, that, that it was, was a joke, though. I mean, like, it was actually supposed to be, a, it was going to be a two-cent diss about ourselves. But then oh. it, like... Then I was like, well, if you don't want us to diss ourselves, I'll just pick some other group at the time. Like this was years ago. That was when Jackie was at the top of their game. So it's yeah. like, well, you know, you always in comedy, you always have to pick like the big unifier. So right. at the time that was the group, you know? Yeah. No, that shit was had nothing, to, had nothing to do with them in particular. I'm sure they're lovely humans. <laughs> yes, I'm sure they are. And I'm sure they would laugh at that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope. I don't know about the part where you said the blonde one will blow you, but I mean, besides- <laughs> that's the best part. That's the best part. Yeah. That, yeah. That was pretty good. Um, no. So, I mean, the, your stream has been crazy. I have tons of questions about it. Um, even before I didn't even mean to get into it so quickly because I was going to talk about, um, 
I was going to say something that is very, uh, I guess, mid-2020, like, what's the best stream you've played lately or the craziest stream? <laughs> because no oh, gigs. But I have seen, like, I mean, just to talk about the beginning of your Twitch, I remember um, it was either the Flostradamus 420 set or you had one before that. It was a Digital Mirage. Was that your oh, first? Oh, Digital Mirage was second. Yeah. Okay. So, the, uh, so I hadn't done, I hadn't streamed at all yet. Right. Um, and I still was kind of just learning. I was just learning all the tech stuff behind the scenes. So I spent yeah. the first month or two learning, learning tech, learning what's possible, collecting everything. Because I had apparently had nothing. You know, you think yeah. you've got it all and you realize like you're spending every single day buying like another Ethernet cable for no reason, I you know? know? Yeah. Um, or like, oh, well, suddenly I now I need like an additional adapter. I have 300 of them. I need more. Right. So yeah. The first like two months were collecting, and then I still hadn't even decided what I wanted to do yet. Um, but I knew it was going to be Twitch eventually. Um, and then uh, Kurt Flushadamus hit me up and asked if I would do this like 420 thing that, that that he had done before, and he was doing it again with Matt Decent. And it was short set. I want to say it was like 15 or 20 minutes, like short set. Yeah. But. Um, but he's like, I know you'll know what to do with, you know, I know you'll know what to do with it. It's going to be all just homies. So um, it's like, oh, automatic. And then right. I kind of already had an idea. Actually, you know, what's kind of weird is I had this, this, this video plan that I had been working on with my buddy for years um, that I was just about to shoot before this thing all happened. And then when I realized, well, that is not going to happen anytime soon, I started dissecting it and turning that into this. And so the first uh, stream I did was that the 420 thing. And I just sort of took bits and pieces of this like existing plan and implemented it into that. And then my very first Twitch stream actually was just sitting there, you know, hitting record and then playing the video back and just talking with people as I worked out some kinks. Right. Yeah. That's why I was bringing it up because I remember I watched it on Flostradamus's stream, which was super mm -hmm. dope. He was like, you know, I don't know, like a, not Jimmy Fallon, but he was like, he was hosting a video show and he'd be like, and now coming on, you know, he was, I uh, I haven't seen him do that since then. Wait, who was the dude from head headbangers ball? Matt Pinfield. Oh, right? Matt, Matt Pinfield, Ricky Rackman. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So it was cool that he, he got to do that, but, um, that one yeah. was fun because it felt like, Oh, okay. Well losing your mind right now, like now's the time to lose your mind. And it yeah. actually it, it hit pretty well. And then after that, it was just like it spiraled from there, you know? Yeah, then, it was uh, dope. Yeah, I watched it and then I saw you replay it, like sort of launch your stream. I thought it was a dope way to put, set it off because even half the people watching were like, how the fuck is he doing this live? You know, and yeah, then you came yeah. on after like, yo, that was my stream and, and showed what the live thing is like. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. And then um, it was pretty soon after that. I'd already been talking to Brownies and Lemonade about doing something too. And so they just had the digital, digital mirage thing pop up pretty quick. Yeah. And uh, so then I did one for them too. And then been doing a few since then, but it's, it, there's so much to talk about, like about strategy and all this sort of stuff and like what, what to focus your time on. And I don't have all the answers, but I sure like to talk about it. <laughs> well, like what, for example? Uh, well, like a bunch of the homies who stream too, we all talk about this sort of thing where it's, it's like this combo of, um, 
do you want to focus on your own solo stream or do you want to jump on somebody else's stream that has more viewers and try to, you know, like grab them? And obviously the answer is yes to everything because yeah. you want to, the more you do, well then, then at the same time is it's not the more you do the better because then like I couldn't do five nights a week. I'd want to just, I'd want to bury myself in a hole. Right. You know, well, especially the way you it. do it. Some people do it, but I feel like they're also just like, I'm going to DJ like, I'm in a lounge yeah. or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, it's a it's a style. You it you logistically cannot. You have to DJ a certain style if you're going to do multiple multiple nights a week. Right. That's just like the human the human body can't take more than that, and even that looks taxing. It you does know, look see, taxing. Yeah. I see some of these guys out here. What was it like? Franzen's up to like 96 nights straight or something. <laughs> yeah. And I don't even know if that includes his IG stuff. Probably not. I don't think so. No, that's just, I don't know about that, man. (laughs) That takes a certain type of build, you know? Yeah, exactly. uh, (laughs) I don't drink water 96 days straight. Me either. I'll miss some days. No water. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I don't know. I mean, he, uh, some people are just into it. And, and also I hear people debate too on other podcasts or, or in like talking to other DJs like, I'll never stream every day. That's stupid. You know, no one will watch you or or once well, a week's not enough. And I'm like, I don't think there's a rule. Like I've seen people that do stream every day and they have yeah. just as big of a following as the once a week people. I think that you just decide how you want to do it. And like you yeah. said, what to put your energy into and what you want to present. Um, yeah, there's no rules for sure. Um, I've heard that the success behind the people who do every single night or a lot is actually it was surprising to me how how quick the success rate was so i mean on when it comes to that like when people ask how often should i stream it if you're willing to do every single night you will see benefit from it for sure i've seen Um, yeah people that i barely even know who they are or didn't know them before and they're streaming every night and now i'm like oh you're like a dj i know who they are because i see you every night and it makes me check out their stuff because sometimes if it's like everybody's on Thursday night. I'm like, fuck. It's like the old days of like t- cable TV with no DVR. Like I'm like, I'm going to switch to this channel. Oh, I'm going to see them. Oh, say what's up. And then you get stuck yeah. in the chat room. So when they're every night, you don't feel as bad. Like, and then there's the every morning people. I have like a couple people, this guy stank Palmer, DJ five, a couple people. Yo, what stank, was that name? <laughs> stank Palmer nine to 11 AM West coast time. So dope. I love it. What a, what a name. And I, I thought I had a bad DJ name. <laughs> I think his <laughs> name's John Reyes. I think he does a podcast with um, King Most. Uh, like oh, he's tight. in the Bay. Yeah, but okay. He just plays like shit, probably 60 to 80% of the shit. I don't know what he's playing. I'm just shazamming it. Like, this is so dope. And it's perfect for that time in the morning for me. And then I'll switch yeah. over to five and everyone's talking shit. And, you know, yeah. there's the different times of the day and how much you want to do it. Yeah, it's I mean, interesting to see. Uh, how we all have to sort of shift to both match what the culture is at Twitch, but then also bring our own with us and then sort of merge it all together and redefine what it is moving forward. Because I do not have any interest in IG live. I thought that stuff was always very meh, you know, like the chat culture was terrible. The, the performance uh, ability to the DJ was usually pretty hindered. 
it just was not the way. And so there's not really, I don't think a whole lot of people who understand what chat culture is in DJing. And that's totally fine because it's new to, it's brand new to all of us. Yeah. But um, to see how we're all sort of developing it, I think it's really interesting because there, there's no rule book. There's no like way to, there, there's no um, surefire means to success. And so if somebody's got something cool going, it just makes it that much more fun. It's like we're all rediscovering something at the same time. I think it's pretty tight. I'm enjoying it quite a bit. But Me too. I, I love it. And I feel like some people, I think some DJs, I mean, I don't have the answers either, but some DJs are trying, like want to do the gaming aspect to really try to tap into the Twitch thing. And to me, I don't think it's good or bad. I mean, do whatever you want. But what I notice is that any DJ stream that I've seen when they're gaming has like two people and then when they're dj even if it, it's low it'll be like 38 people you know it'll it'll have way more people and i think that that speaks to the fact that twitch is saturated with gamers there's literally people around the world that are trying to make a career out of streaming games but there's not djs yet there's a very there's more people to watch djs than there are djing and i feel like there's more people streaming games than there are to, than there are to watch the mm. games mm. so it's like like you said we have to build this world and bring what we're bringing to it and do our own kind of different shit and there's no rules um, yeah yeah i it's usually I see a lot of the EDM dudes who are great people. <laughs> I don't use that term derogatory. They're horrible but, uh, fucking people. No, but like yeah. I see I see like a lot of the like producer DJs um lean into the gaming thing a little bit more. And I don't know if that's just because they all share the common interest of like, well, I'm in the studio all the time, so I also game a lot. Yeah. Um, which I do believe because a lot of dudes I see jump on there, it's like, well, I know you I know you've been doing this. This isn't, you're not just doing this for Twitch. For Whereas sure. if I were to jump on and start playing Call of Duty on Twitch, I don't play Call of Duty. <laughs> I either. don't know how, I don't know how anyone would have the time. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Same thing. And then if I wonder. If you playing Animal Crossing though, then we, we could talk. But. I mean, that's gotten huge. There's some dude that created a whole talk show and he's, they're yeah. just Animal Crossing so it's amazing <laughs> i watched i watched that me too that gary witta guy mm -hmm. i mean the amount of weird things i've discovered sometimes i'll watch a dude just riding his bike around tokyo you know and like i'm like this yeah. is nuts and there's thousands yeah. of people watching it yeah it's no an rules, interesting man. yeah no rules but but like you said we're creating our own chat culture and or like utilizing what twitch has set up from the bits to the subs to the you know, different things that we're all still trying to understand and figure out how to use in our life. I wonder, like, I heard you and Jay Espinoza a while ago, like in April, I think on Road Podcast for a little bit, and you were talking about, yo, people, sh you know, talk to DJs on Twitch, but they shouldn't talk to them in real life. And then I thought about that recently. Wait, what? What did we say? He, he said something about, like, that you want people to talk to you on Twitch, but you don't want them to talk to you when you're DJing at a club. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, all, did, he or, must have said that, right? He, I didn't yes. Say no, no, no. He said that. But <laughs> but it just made me. me think, it just made me think like, is this going to, in real life, are we then going to be like, yo, throw us some bits, <laughs> you know, like, like, oh, all God. Your, <laughs> where are my subs at in the club? Come up to the booth. It's I got my be, discord. 
Well, for one, in America, we're never going to get to go back to club life. So that's just, let's just get that off <laughs> you're the right, table. You're right. I'm just creating a <laughs> but, fake situation that but, will never yeah, happen. In, in, in this fantasy world where we all get to go back to what it used to be. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. How hard is it going to be for people not to want to like come up and say what up to you constantly? Yeah. Oh, man. Everybody's going to expect a shout out. And <laughs> yeah. Nonstop shout outs. Oh, you want that song? I need a thousand bits, bro. Sorry. Oh, God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. You, your, your sub ran out last week. Yeah, your sub <laughs> your ran, out. ran out. I saw you in the Discord being an asshole. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's crazy. But it's it is interesting. I'm constantly learning. Like even in the chat rooms, I see people talking and some nerdy shit, like, oh, you can do that. I didn't know you could do that. And yeah, you know, yeah. There's a lot even for your thing. Like I subbed to your channel since the beginning, and then I think on Thursday, someone, one of your guys or mods or something wrote like Make sure to connect your Discord to the sub thing to right. see the other channel. I'm like, what? So like, I go in, I push the button, all of a sudden, new section popped up. Yeah. Like, Damn, I, I didn't even know that. So then I realized in all the Discords I was in, that was happening. Yeah, that's um, true. It's, it's yeah, crazy. all the all the rewards for subscribing. I mean, they got it. They've been everybody's been doing this for years. We just haven't been involved because exactly. we haven't needed to. And and now that we are, it's to learn. I mean, I'm. If I ever am presenting something that people are like, oh, I don't know how to do that. I'm, I am one day ahead of them. That's all it is. I am by no means am I some, like, I don't know how to do this stuff any, any more than anybody else. All we yeah, are exactly. just one step ahead at best. Yeah. You know? And we're all just trying so, out. It's just like before we started recording the podcast, I was showing you like, I use this tool and you're like, oh, cool. I do this. Like, it's yeah. just a matter of finding out little tools that might work for you or not. And totally the yeah. right computer and if you need a full-on gaming computer all that yes you do you do need it you do need it <laughs> i know i'm i'm like trying to get someone to help me build me a pc right now so <laughs> i can have it's, my smooth stream it's crazy it's so worth it i never thought i would ever in my life first of all i never thought i'd own a pc yeah i never thought i'd build a pc and i never thought i'd love that pc i love it it's <laughs> that's dope yeah, I feel like I've been lied to all these years about how great Mac is. I know. I, I used to do everything on PC like 15 years ago, all, like when I started p making music and everything. But then once I started using a Mac, I was like, oh, this is so much better. But yeah. that was I mean, back it's got then. Its, it's got its benefits, no doubt. Yeah, totally. What? Wait, just on some nerdy shit, do you know like your specs you know they are you gonna I've put gotten, that on your bio of twitch oh god <laughs> <laughs> only when they start sponsoring me <laughs> yeah exactly people are like nvidia uh, blah, blah. uh yeah no i've got a list somewhere but i have not i did put it together myself but with careful overseeing of my friend on on facetime shout out dj Daniel from gladiator oh, yeah. okay he's been helping a lot of people out building stuff Dope. and if anybody needs a pc built i'm sure he'd be happy to help for the right price <laughs> oh amazing all right i might have to hit him up <laughs> yeah um that's the dawn right there that's dope um he um yeah i follow him online i think i didn't know that yeah. he he did that for you though yeah yeah he um uh he sat in a in a discord phone call with me oh, and wow. allowed like a bunch of his homies to jump in and kind of like react to he had built like out a certain spec list and then a bunch of his homies came in and just sort of picked that apart and they bickered about oh well this new and this that you know it's just like we would bicker about anything that we were passionate about right. and then by the end of the call he's like all right here it is go buy all this stuff and let me know when it shows up and then when i finally got it all it was like facetime 
popped on and we just went to town and I had that thing built out. Um, oh geez. I don't know. About an hour or something like that. And you did it yourself. Yeah. Like on some yeah, Lego, I mean, he, Lego shit. Just like, yeah, that, yeah. Screw this. Yeah. I mean, he had to tell me like, it, it, he keeps saying it's nothing you couldn't have done on your own, but let's just be honest. Like it, it really helps to have a friend who has done this before. If anything, moral support. Of course. But, you know, him walking me through like, all right, that piece you're holding in your hand that looks like every other piece, that's this. Right. You know, and, and that is going to help with this and just, you know, be cautious of this and don't screw that up. And it's like, all right. Right. That's what I've been telling everyone on the internet. It's like, just build it, bro. I'm like, okay, are you going to be the one helping me? When I'm yeah, in my room? I couldn't. There's no way. There's not not a chance that I would have been able to sit down and figure out all the parts that you even need, much less like which ones are good. You know, I don't yeah. know. I don't, I've been yeah. buying Macs for years where, where your, your spec list is, is your options are limited. Yeah, exactly. You know, they don't want you to get in there. And so no. and that's what PC is all about getting in there. So were you use? so had you ever used discord before Twitch? Um, uh, very, very, very little. Um, I used <laughs> I used Discord for Pokemon Go. <laughs> yes. For a long for a long time. And okay. then so I was like I did have a Discord life apparently. You know, Wait, I, is there I wasn't, a Pokemon Go Discord? Is that why? Oh, you, you, well for every like community, yeah. I mean, I had a Pokemon Go Discord specifically for the surrounding area where I live so that wow. so I could know like what's popping up and what raids were happening and See, before there was Twitch raids, well, that's not true. Before I cared about Twitch raids, I cared about Pokemon Go raids. And so, yeah, I would would bounce around in there. And then um, there's Animal Crossing discords, and I was in there. But uh, I was, I I, I did a little bit, but not enough to even know what the heck's going on. If you make me go on Discord right now, I'm still like, I get a little anxiety. Oh, my God. Because it's a lot. It's a lot. And then like I'll yeah. see some super advanced person pop in like, why do you not have this, 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 this? And I'm like, I don't yes. understand any yes. of this shit, man. Um, and so I should bring this up too is so obviously Discord is important. <clears throat> I tried to learn a little bit of it. I tried to set it up a little bit. But what it came down to was um, the community that you build on Twitch. It's I, I've learned a lot of lessons about be open to meeting new people because yeah. – we're all, yeah, there's a lot of weirdos on the internet, but there's also a lot of people who are just like you on the internet that you've never met. And just because yeah. you've never met them doesn't mean they're a weirdo. Right. So um, after a number of streams and talking to people in the chat, I started seeing a lot of familiar faces. Um, every time I would take the leap on like taking one step of contact further, like I'd hit up a hit somebody up on like Twitter or I'd like, say what I've told on Instagram and then I'd learn a little bit more about them sort of like not to vet them but yeah to vet them yeah <laughs> some way yeah to make sure you know what you're dealing with right. um uh when I found uh found a a couple of the safe familiar characters that kept popping up and I got to know them I brought them in and like I have this guy Ronald McBallin <laughs> who yeah. helped me who I see helped him with- I see him in the discord yeah and so he set up he he took the discord that existed and was like no 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 (laughs) let me help you here (laughs) so he he broke it all down he uh he organized the whole thing he overlooks it when something pops up we talk about it but i mean that dude has gone way out of his way to help and it's just purely because a community is being built 
and he is cool enough to like take that leap and right uh if you if you follow kenny beats he talks about this a lot too i was just um, gonna say that when you were done like i've, I've yeah, learned so just, much from kenny beats the way he uses yeah. it it's the same concept and not even just discord but just uh existing now in an online only um presence it's i never i always had a really hard time um in real life i always had a really hard time building teams like i never did well with managers i never i always you know i had issue with pretty much anybody who would even be considered like a helper whether it was graphics or music or assistance or anything it, i was hands-on to a fault you right. know like I, yeah. I knew i was i was overly hands-on wanted to do everything felt like well if i can do it at this level it should be done at this level or better and um and that got me it slowed my process and it got me in some situations before but with this it's helping me it's forcing me to realize well there's stuff i just flat out don't know right um so the you start seeing this team being um organically built you know whether it's you know ronald mcballin latitudinarian who's in my chat all the time who's a mod on 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 the twitch um and these are people who just like they're interested in the community they want to be a, just a they want this to exist just as much as i want it to exist so we all have a place to kind of like keep ourselves entertained and and do this stuff and then even um uh like the homie bird peterson who is like an integral part of the stream dude just, i mean I at mean, this point like i think i would trust bird peterson to do like heart surgery on me or something like he seems like he man, can do anything he's what? a genius yeah what the hell I mean, dude yeah people like him mike 2600 all these guys are like they are and all it took was just letting go a little bit and realizing like this isn't about that most most twitch situations exist in a better situation when it's about the community and not about the person when it's yeah. about the person like whatever you know right like the ego that like ego stroking of that you can get far but it's infinitely better when it's a community and there's more than just one person involved in a community so that's like such a good second, way to put it yeah because yeah. every social media platform is set up not like that you know so right. instagram yes you could dj you can have comments and people are like what's the difference it's all about you on Instagram. If it's not perfect yeah. or whatever, you feel weird putting it up. There's no room for the trial and error. I mean, I guess there is, but like it's different, you know, and, and it's more about the person as a star. And even YouTube, which could be yeah. related to Twitch, it's not. You have the weird comment section. Like there's just something about Twitch. And I think that was a really, that's a really insightful way to look at it is that. Yeah. When it's all about the person, it's a little bit more boring. When you see just those, even the mm -hmm. big budget showcase of a DJ in a crazy place, yes, it's fun to watch, but it's just like a quick thing. But but the things you really get attached to is when you start to feel like you get to know the person and then the community and you're in with them and everyone's understanding yeah, it. Completely. Um, and I don't blame anybody for, for having a hard time with that leap right away because you're right, every other social media platform while it's all about connectivity, it's not been, it's ultimately, it's about honing in and fine tuning and presenting your self image, which yeah, trying is to be cooler, funnier, a whole nother or talk whatever. about how destructive that can be. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but uh, that's not what these online stream communities are about. 
you know it's like you win when it's when you've got when you jump in a on a stream and you see all the homies pop in it's like yes and i don't yeah. I've, i haven't met most of these people you yeah know, in, in real life but every time i see him it makes it brightens my day when i see that name pop up like oh hell yeah okay we got a familiar a familiar face who's going to get the jokes they're going to they're going to help they're going to tee things up like i'll tee things up and 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 know that they'll be able to come through with the joke you know yeah like for me that's a big part of it is the interaction um and like the trust that we all know what our core values are and we know what we're here for so like now that we have set up those parameters let's go ape in here you know and that's that's when it starts winning and so yeah oh go ahead Oh, I was going to say, and meeting other DJs that like, because in the, even in real life, in the DJ world, like you're sort of standoffish against other DJs to a point because at this point you don't mm-hmm. know who's who and all these weird people coming up to you like, hey, bro, blah, blah, blah. I know this guy, that guy. But for some reason yeah. on Twitch, you can, like you said, sort of vet it out a little bit and go, I don't know this person, but then I checked out their stream and then this, they're actually really cool and they're good. And oh, there is yeah. somebody that... Uh, yeah, you know, you, I'm learning about all types of DJs that I never knew about. Totally. It's it's perfect time for it. Because also, uh, I mean, I know it's cliche to say, but all those previous times where we'd be working, we can't go check out other DJs. It just isn't right. a thing that you can, you can't be in two places at once. Yeah. And so this is finally our chance to just, with with no risk, take the time to go look at what else other people are doing. And yeah. you can learn a lot from it. I mean, there's none of us know everything so right why not why not take that little extra moment to get another perspective on it yeah um i think that that's like a that's a good explanation for people that don't understand twitch totally and are just like and i get why people still want to do instagram they can get brand deals better or whatever they have going on with their situation but to me, I, I love Twitch. I just I feel like it's the beginning of something. Like I f- yeah. it feels like the beginning of just I don't know yet. And every week I learn more of what it is and everybody does yeah. together. And it's just Yeah, I I have it. no I have no interest in IG anymore. It feels I mean, so old and primitive. Like I look at it and it, I'm like, first of all, I can't listen in the background. It sounds like shit. It's weird. You can't text good. Like it's just old school, it feels like. Yeah. 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 Is what Sorry. it is. T- Sorry, to each their own. I'm not trying to yuck anybody's yums, but no, no. I, I mean, I still watch some of them, and I know, and you know, there's some shit that translates better on there. But uh, for now, I'm 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 going on the Twitch thing, and it seems like just going all in on that because you could go on YouTube and all the different things, but you know, you're better off posting your recaps on YouTube a day or two later or something. Yeah, it's been working out. It's been working out well for me where I'm at, and narrowing it down to one thing i know a lot of people use like the restream stuff right um but but the other, other part of it too is what i loved about twitch was um i'm not particularly strong across any social media platform you know i don't feel confident on any of them really right um so building up one from 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 the ground up and seeing it develop on its own was that was exciting you know yeah. you don't feel stuck at a number anymore and Right. Like, Everyone's well, this, at the same number. There's no right. follower. You know, it's just like we're all right. starting out. 
totally. it's your it's your sweatshirt that you made world famous bedroom dj <laughs> yeah world. plug 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 <laughs> go buy that but same thing you know what i mean you see z trip legendary person i've gone you know i used to go buy tickets see him at house of blues when i was a kid you know what i mean and then right. someone else and it's like mm-hmm. they're, they're both putting in that amount of work you know and trying to get this yeah. thing popping yeah and early on i remember when the when the dj thing uh when it was obvious okay well streaming has to be a new outlet there was of course that first couple weeks of everyone talking about all right well is it going to go to like patreon or is it going to go to um there's another one my agent was always trying to get me to check out but it was some it was the same type of concept where it was like pay to gain access type of deal right and i'm just i'm really glad that um that that didn't become the standard right out the gate because I, I think that it would have been easy for us as DJs to think like, oh, well, it's like a cover charge. You know, if you want to see this, you got you to gotta come out of pocket up front. But it's so much better when it's like, look, there's no risk. Come in and learn. Check it out. It's going to be weird, especially when you come to my stream. Most people are like, what the hell is this? It's weird. <laughs> if you have no point of reference, you, you know, you come in for 10 minutes, you're going to think, what? But if right. you come and you stick around, maybe you think, well, this was interesting. And then maybe you come back because there's, again, no risk. Yeah. And so I just I would like to give people the option to figure me out rather than make them take some leap of faith and like pay me $5. You know what I'm saying? Right. And they could support as much or as little as they want with the Patreon thing. That's definitely a cool thing. And I support mm-hmm. people on there. But I feel like you're like, dope, I gave them 10 bucks. Now I just get everything ever for this person. I've supported their whole life. On Twitch, right. you can keep going. There's people on yeah. there that are like, hey, I just spent $600 on subs for everyone in your stream or whatever. Those people Crazy are Crazy people. I love those people. people but fall out. <laughs> yeah, what hey, the welcome fuck? on my stream any day. <laughs> right. It just shows the uh, that there are people with money right now and people without money. <laughs> it's, yeah, uh, well, I'm... Also, you'll you'll see. I, I feel like the more educated people are on like the way Twitch works, usually the more comfortable they are with the gifting of subs. Yeah, because it is it's a part of the culture. It's just like buying people drinks. You right. Know, it's, I didn't understand it at first at all, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting for sure. Um, and like there was, I guess, um, we're just going to end up talking about Twitch the whole time, but there's too much to talk about. I love it. And I feel like you're just killing it on there so much that like we should get a lot of insight about it. And then people wrote in some internet questions. So I put it with this, this, this part, but, um, oh, audio, I saw audio one say that, um, this, that your Twitch is like an acid trip with a soundtrack. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) All right. I think uh, I, I, I think I said it was the it's it's the the use of the internet the way it was intended. It's yes. just like yeah, complete just a, like mental like it's a mental breakdown in real time. Yeah, and it's just like exactly a trial and error. I mean, you got Skynet, you got your fucking Mash yeah, Mountain. Uh, Mash Mountain, Mash Mountain is killing it. <laughs> Mash Mountain. Uh, is the best like i mean because that's what i used to do with just like friends like yo listen to this horrible thing you made right. 20 years ago you know whatever like yeah. but this is I, just the i mean the way i can never not get out of my head now wake up in the morning feeling like spaghetti. <laughs> spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i have to start this podcast with that that's gonna be the, <laughs> the first Dude. thing people uh, yeah. hear i've got a bunch of new segments coming too and it's just like figuring out the way to roll them out or just figuring out the way to 
introduce them is so fun. And I don't know, it's, it, it feels like finally, after all these years, I'm, I'm getting a chance to merge all of my interests. Yeah. Not that, not that all of my interests are memes, but part of them. Oh, no, <laughs> um, but it's true. But just yeah. Like the visual stuff, this, the music stuff, and then everything in between, which is like never really had a home when it came to live performance. Like there was moments for sure where whether it was like mic work when it comes to jokes or just like being able to be on your toes with stuff that always has been a part of our lives. But now it's like the opportunity for growth with all those things is so much different. So it's cool. So, yeah. It's so much different. No, it's great. I mean, I know I, I've been, I'm trying to plan out my shit, different segments, different things I can do. I've still been going slow on it, but um, I got to jump in and it's, just start doing every week. Yeah. It's tough to get it going. It's tough. And then, yeah, it's almost yeah, like it, jumping in like a pool, like a cold pool. You know, I'm like, I have, yeah. this, I'm ready, but I got to get this perfect. And then I realize later, like, dude, you're just procrastinating a little bit. Like, just do it. Even yeah. if that's fucked up, who cares? Things are going to be rough around the edges when you start. And that's what right. we're all here for. Who cares? Yeah. Every, you look I don't, back I, at anything you've ever done. It's yeah. probably like that. Of course. Yeah. And, I mean, we're here for it. We're all pretty forgiving on the internet this, at this point. Yeah, exactly. What, um, Oh, okay. So a couple qu- more questions about it. Where did the bean thing start? Like, was that from your first twit for your, from that God, original pre-recorded? It's from that 420 thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's it was what from it was. The right? 421. Yeah. It was just like a, <laughs> it's so dumb because like beans was already like a running meme before elsewhere, but right. But, um, now it's your, and at this, and at this point it's probably wash, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I did something related to that in the 420 thing and then it just like caught like weird traction because i think uh maybe it's a combo of people who did get the reference to to that that existed and a lot of people who didn't and then (laughs) for some reason that got uh, just a lot of light when that came out and then uh why that took shape onto the actual chat i don't know but like anything commit to the bit I if, think it's just like one of those something... ridiculous things that it's an inside joke. Everyone in the chat knows that there's a thing that makes no sense that we all know what it is. And so we get to just say, it. and you have a crazy graphic with like the shining and beans coming out. So, Oh yeah. Oh. Somebody, somebody in the chat made that too. I found out later. I didn't so that, even know that. That solidifies. I, I, oh, someone in the chat. I got, in the that, cha- I got that it? image. And I don't, I, at the time I did not remember where I got that image. Oh, and wow. then I was talking to one of the, Oh man, I don't want to botch it. I think it was, I want to say it was like Holmes Patty or somebody, but like homie in the chat was like, yeah, I made that. That's "Ah!" (laughs) (laughs) That's like full circle. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like now's a great time. If you ever feel anything gain, even the slightest bit of wind at its back or momentum, just see how far it goes. Cause like what worst case scenario, just you ditch it by the following week. But if it, or like the, like count clompula the twitch which like that was just something i just right before stream one day just thought like i missed this guy i'm gonna bring him back dude and just, i love like, make that him... guy yeah, yeah i forgot then, about him and then you put him on your stream i'm like oh i used to see that you know before yeah, but it's like oh, i know this guy and then suddenly it just became more and then all of a sudden we're buying all of like the stuff from his surrounding scene on stream and dude you're, you're like I think a couple steps from actually getting Chris Angel 
on the stream. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have a call in. Do have him do a magic trick <laughs> segment. Yeah, we almost had we almost had Jermaine Dupri call in the last episode to be I my mean, best chair friend. I know. So. It's, all of this was all this. Like I was going to ask, has Jermaine Dupri become your best chair friend yet? But, well, we're uh, yeah, we're we're saving our grand reunion for for the big reveal, but. Yeah, no, I we're... think that that's gonna happen, and then Chris Angel yeah. would just really be put up, you Dude, know, the pinnacle. We'll, we'll get that. Chris Angel. We, we'll get the the original Twitch Witch. All everybody. Who is that? Man. Do you know who that guy is? Twitch. Yeah, Witch? yeah, we did some research on it. We got, we got him. We got him. <laughs> Have you found like he's around? He has an account where he does things. Yeah, he's around. I mean, his if you find his YouTube, it's his his real name. Does you he know? know you that you play that? No, but I do plan on reaching out to him. <laughs> oh my god you have to that is the of best. course yeah 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 for um, sure dj scene wrote in what's your favorite type of bean <laughs> scene with the bean i'm like <laughs> judging from the uh emote uh emotes i think it's baked beans but say what you coffee want. beans <laughs> coffee <laughs> beans that's the truth um Yo, that's so funny. And then, so wait, the clomping just comes from what? The way a song sounds like? Boom, boom, boom. No, it's like, like you remember in, in that, uh, sort of hipster, hipster, uh, electro dance crossover era. Yeah. What was it like, uh, early 2000s blog house type era where it yeah. was like you, when you'd go play these nights and you'd be playing an electro song versus a house song versus like a weird, like, uh, almost like a b-boy break like a lot of old soul records a lot of oldies a lot of motown yeah and and like the girls would dance like they had a certain dance at least in seattle they had a certain like dance where they you know they danced like dressage you know what, what dressage is the horses the yeah yeah horses. like the prancing type of yeah that you know they kind of <laughs> and they just tromping around because they're always wearing these big clompy at and, and you know it's just like that certain look and oh, you know you wow. clomp out on the dance floor and I don't know. I started talking about it early on in the stream. It's like, oh, call the song a clomper. And it was like, the rest was history. Yeah. And so now it's like taking on a whole new, taking on a whole new thing. But, you know, that's where it all came from. Was just I know. Because you'll play a song and people are like, I'll see other streams and people will be like, oh, that's a clomper right there. And put your emote. I'm like, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm sure people are real confused. I know. I love it, though. <laughs> it's cool seeing, like, the interconnectivity. Like, I even saw that Joey yeah. Chaotic guy interview Z-Trip, yeah. and, and he was talking about how he's a B-boy and trying to be a DJ and Z-Trip. You know, and it was the yeah yeah confluence or whatever the word is of the two worlds, you know, coming together. And Yeah, um, yeah. I, got, I was supposed to talk with him today, actually. <laughs> oh, really? But he's yeah, out I of wanna... quarantine now, so he's off gallivanting. I, I know. he's People pay him you know what 2000 bits to dance in the middle of a mall and like do crazy backflips man backflips backflips yeah, his stream you know it, it's so interesting because that's like a whole nother side of this that we haven't even begun yeah. to touch on is like the, IR, the irl oh. stuff is bananas bananas and he's got it on lock um it's crazy yeah. it's bigger than any of the djs almost you know that's a kind of yeah. djs like well this is how you do this and get to this point i'm like also go you could deliver for uber eats on a bike and probably get way more viewers than a dj like that's real yeah i've seen some of these uber sure. eats guys in new york now and they'll have thousands of people watching and people are paying him to change the song that he's listening to and he's literally just an uber eats dude but he probably making thousands of dollars off twitch yeah. just riding around and chilling yeah for sure it, that there's no rules just commit to the bit if you think <laughs> something is the least bit or could be the least bit interesting give it a shot 
Why right. Not? Yeah. There's dating shows and shit on Twitch. You know, like uh, kind of. I don't even know. You know, Chuck Wool- Woolery type shit. <laughs> but like, there's. I did not expect to hear that name today. <laughs> I can't remember the name of the show, but you know, Love Connection. Um, but uh, yeah, that's uh, well. So as far as like your sets that when you put them together, like when you used to put sets together for live you know things yeah. or going to Tao or doing the do-over or going to a three-style or playing at in Moscow uh, yeah. like is that way different than putting together a set for your um yeah Twitch? Time. I mean, yeah because um it's I still haven't figured it out completely um but I have sort of sectioned off a bit of what it what it is like if I'm doing a, a special stream like I just did a selection stream uh last week or week before or whatever yeah and that one, or like I did one four three stream a while back, um, and there's still a bit of like the crossover of like, well, I'm going to do a lot of talking because I talk a lot online. Yeah, yeah you <laughs> so do. Maybe to a detriment, but uh, whatever. Um, I mean, but it's like, just like anyone. Go, some people are going to be into stuff. Some people are not, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, but so if I'm on somebody else's stream, I or like if I do HMCs or something, I'll try to flex a little bit more. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll try to like do a little bit more showcase stuff a little bit more, a little bit less talking and a little bit more just like fast paced stuff that we used to do. Yeah. Um, when it's on mine, it's, there's so much more room to just wing it because who cares? And you're going to let you might let more than one verse play for once. And, yeah. you know, and yeah, you can do a trick and then immediately follow it up with like 30 minutes of just like chopped and screwed instrumental music while you just talk to people, you know, it's, totally. um, I don't, I haven't figured out the perfect ratio yet because it's, because it's so much work. It's, there's just not enough time in the day to come up with some like crazy, well tricked out set plus all the segments, plus all the mash mountain content. Plus, you know, as of right now doing a lot of it, you know, you, you got to kind of, you have to let it organically grow. So I'll, what I'll do is I'll just take a folder. Um, and I'll just dump all the new music that I get in that week and just say, all right, I want to play this cause it's all new. Or I was playing iTunes on shuffle and I forgot about this song. All right. Well, I want to play that too. Um, and then, yeah, it's just like sort BPM and kind of go from there. Yeah. Um, or sometimes I'll have an idea for a trick that is completely not figured out yet. And I'll, I'll use my stream to sort of flesh it out of it. I noticed that. It's like stand-up comedy where you go to the comedy store and someone will try something out and it's like, okay. And then you see their stand-up yeah. special and they do like a really polished version of it. Exactly, yeah. And so that's that's what I've tried to do here is, and I'll even say afterwards, like, well, I'm working on that. That'll yeah. Something cool is going to come from that, you know? Right. And it does, usually. I Yeah. It's like, it's, it, it's the same thing I used to do in clubs, though. I would go to, you name what spot, and I would try a new idea out and usually they would flop for the first couple times but then totally. i'd get it you yeah. know eventually right or you'd be like this is gonna kill it and then it just doesn't ever and you're like all right maybe i won't do that in these kind of clubs yeah this situation yeah and- the um the, the 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 whole thing of like what songs kill it on twitch is so much more hard to gauge because like well what is killing it as 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 far as songs go right um it's just tough i've seen people put on sets where they're just like slaying it every single song has got people on the edge of their seats and then there's somewhere really the song selection 
as long as you're within like a certain range of quality isn't as important. No, yeah. That's not true. Not as important, but that's not the, that's not the driver for the stream. You know? Right. Yeah. Like and watch, there's the I'll video watch. element that, that isn't in a club. You know, it's not just like, yeah. Oh, lights in your face. I mean, you can bring up the gifts and the, uh, the reactions and the, so many yeah. things plus the segments and, and all that. Stuff. It'll be, it'll be really interesting if we ever go back, like, what do we bring back with us? You know, right. cause we've, we've brought a lot to Twitch from our outside experiences. What are we going to then bring? It's like, uh, it's like, uh, crossing over. It's, it's like crossing over into the land of like the other side. Now, what are we going to bring back with us yeah. into the real world again? Right, like we learned so much, we will now yeah. show it to you. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. I don't think we have to worry about that anytime soon, unfortunately. But That's, um, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, oh, I know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I never thought I'd say a whole year is canceled of going outside, but basically that's what happened. Yep. Um, America. And, well, some people asked. Actually, it relates to this, so I might as well say it. This guy. Um, Mr. Nick Carter, um, but spelled N I C K K N I C K like the Knicks. Okay. Um, I, uh, he asked, "Is the Twitch stream here to stay? It's easily been one of the best things to come from quarantine." I sure hope so. I have, so I have cool. no interest. I mean, I don't know where it's gonna go as far as because it's. I mean, let's face it; it's a ton of work. And yes. right now, I have the ability to put in some work, you know. Yeah. And when things change. Um, you know, let's, let's just say again, we're just, we're spitballing here. Let's say that things change and we get back on the road and you know, that it's all schedule permitting, but yeah, I, I am really enjoying this. I don't see like suddenly throwing my PC into the garage and not firing that thing up for a stream. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I mean, if if I were touring, you could do a Thursday night, then go. And even if it's worth it, if eventually you're making enough money, that you could be like, you know what? I'm not, I don't want to go do that spot on the Thursday. I'll do my stream and then go do Friday, Saturday in these cities and come back. If I had my way, I would be focused on this for the foreseeable future. So yeah, it's just too much fun. You know, I'm home. I'm, I'm with my family, which is, I spent how many years being on the road? Like how many gigs do you think we were even doing a year? 200 plus. I don't know. More. I don't know. know. What is it? And so you got to think like, how much time were we gone? You know? Yeah. Just being on an airplane and during a weekend, I'd spend 15, 20 hours on it. One airplane, you know, going back and forth across the country yeah. or, you know, New York, Hawaii, this, that, you know, wherever Vancouver. And then you're like, come home and you're like, not even a normal person for three more days. And then you're back right. out. And I know vice was on last week and, uh, same. I mean, he travels so much. It's crazy. Even nonstop yeah. for 16 years straight, just, every single weekend yeah so and yeah, we, we all have kids you know so yeah it is yeah. tough yeah i don't know it's tough because of course we miss it of course yeah but but uh, this is definitely the more grown-up healthier way to navigate it yeah i mean if twitch finds a way to figure out some licensing things and make it all fully legal <laughs> for everybody and it, it well, could be something still. to really invest in more you know I'm uh, even right now, and I, I, I'll talk to people at Twitch who who will kind of give me like they'll break down, and I'm not sure what I'm allowed to say and what I'm not allowed to say, but okay. I, I don't think that uh, like I, I I don't think that it's worth giving them a hard time 
about like oh what is it the dcma dmca whatever uh i I think yeah i think that when people start like really aggressively going at twitch about that i think that that's inappropriate i don't think there's any real reason to get all up in arms about it right now all you got to do no turn off your clips and consider deleting your vods i mean i delete my vods just because that's my choice but even if you don't even if if you just turn off your clips that's enough you know right and then maybe make your vod subscriber only and just expect that they're going to get muted and so what yeah and even if you're a partner they only last for a couple months anyway right and the clips last forever that's why you delete them that's yeah and they um twitch is unable to mute clips they can mute vods all day so if something comes up and they're like oh good example is always any universal song so if you played oh you played a weekend song which is notorious for getting strikes on any platform right um you know if it's on a vod so what it got muted no biggie no harm done no harm no foul on a clip eh, you got some problems right so it's not that hard just just understand record labels are assholes, you know? Exactly. And help build up the music side of this thing. So Twitch sees it as very valuable. You know what I mean? Rather than complaining from the beginning when you have two followers and you're like, well, what about this is going to happen? Like just fucking do it, you know? And then if it gets, if you have to move on to the next platform, that's our life, you know? But this seems very promising. Twitch as a community and even as a company is so dope, you know, to have employees that actually want to talk to us and tell us things. Yeah. Does that happen at Instagram oh. or Twitter or anywhere? No, someone has your name and you're just screwed forever. It's so crazy. Yeah. It, 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 oh yeah. You got your uh, username. Right? Yeah, totally. How'd that and, work out? You just got it all. You, you talked to somebody there and uh, you said, Hey, this is my DJ name and I want this. Well, yeah. I mean, Anil, you know, shout to Anil. He's the man. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's, they have people like Anil that are talking to people in the DJ community and yeah. seeing the things that are important to them and things that they think would help them and just being very supportive. Yeah, completely. Not even Mixcloud or anywhere does that, right? I mean, not dissing Mixcloud, but I haven't seen anyone really reaching out so much to try to... Uh, I've talked to a few people at Mixcloud and you know they have good intentions for sure. I just good think intentions, that Twitch is such yeah. a... Yeah, yeah. Twitch is just set up for this so much better they've been doing it for a long time they understand creative outlets partnerships uh how certain people need help in certain ways and their entire goal is just to give people more tools at their disposal to have more success because they know full well that uh, a streamer's success ultimately is the platform's success too right you know whereas like how many times how many times have you you know heard this the old gripes about soundcloud you know like soundcloud always felt very much like they were they were hustling to get their you know their ipo higher or whatever it was you yeah. know yeah yeah never did you ever talk with somebody on that soundcloud personally i never did that same that felt like they were really looking out for you and so this is like i don't think whenever i see people give any gripe towards twitch i just don't quite understand it yeah exactly but, yeah, Twitch is, yeah, it's not so much like the internet where it's just like you can never talk to someone. It's very connected with the community, the people that work yeah. there, like all that stuff. Yeah. Um, someone else asked, how did you link up with Bird Peterson and how do you come up with the segments and animations? <laughs> you knew uh, before, right? Yeah, I've known, I've known Bird for a super long time. I feel like we might have met at South by Southwest in like 2008, but I know we, I, 
I know we've known each other even longer than that. Probably from the hollerboard, a lot of familiar friends, you know, a lot of friends who all sort of share the same common goals. I think a big part of it too is when somebody is that creative, there's like, there's a few dudes that stand out to me as people who are not only like super creative, but also capable at doing things beyond just music. Right. And, um, you know, if somebody's capable of both design and music, they're, you tend to stick together a little bit. It's yeah. just like if somebody was really, you know, any, any additional interest beyond the surface level, um, it's really easy to connect with. So like, it's the same reason I've always been close with Mike 2600 or somebody like that is you, you've got these guys who are just giant brained individuals, you know, and just, we've, we had never done anything in the past and we talked about it, but, um, in our old life, it didn't feel, I don't know. There, it, there always felt like there was like something, there was a barrier in between getting certain work done for me, you know, yeah. and I never took the leap. Whereas now it's like, this is all we're doing is taking leaps. Yeah. So, um, I was doing, uh, I was making the segments on my stuff. I was really crudely making just the worst animation intros on my own. You know, the first couple streams were just like, I was learning something in final cut or whatever I'd learn it. I'd Google it and figure it out. And then I would play it that night. And then, you know, he, just reached because he was always there watching hanging out and he just reached out and was like well let me let me do something for you it's like well hell yeah now is the time right and this dude you know it's like just going back to what we were saying put your trust in the in your friends and put your trust in the community because there are there's so much talent out there this dude like we'll talk about something we'll riff on an idea and without fail he will always level it up and so, and, and, you know, we, we throw it back and forth. I'll push it a little bit. He'll push it further. I'll push it further. And then he comes through and just bam, <laughs> or, or it gets to the point where I trust him so much where I'll send him, here's the route. This is the bare minimum of what it needs to be. Let's see. And he'll come back with just like this crazy idea. And, and it's just, there's a trust there now because, um, I know that he is willing to go as far as humanly possible. And I, and if we need to reel it back, we can. But <laughs> why? Why would you reel it back? <laughs> no, do not reel it back. And he, so... Um, I don't think he understands the term reel it back. <laughs> no, no. And so uh, I think just in doing that, it get, just gets to be really exciting for both of us. And so like even on our Thursday streams, um, we do this thing now where we'll do like the one-hour remix challenge for him. So, so, so he'll be in the chat and we'll pick an artist and a genre, two wildly different things. And we'll give him one hour to remix a song in that genre that we ask <laughs> and post it on SoundCloud and then we play it. And so it's just like, you know, why not goof around like this? You I know, love it's, it. It's so good. Mike Jones, ska version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then, uh, this last time he did Daft Punk Rock. Oh, the time before so that funny. he did, he did the dream as a, as like a late 80s, early 90s sitcom uh, intro. That was full on mind blowing because I'm like, what the hell is he going to do? Yeah, yeah. I was, still don't know how he did that one. I mean, that was crazy. <laughs> incredible, yeah. But so that's the thing too is is if he is interested, like instead of trying to make this, well, no, this is my stream. You know, like how right. 
how stick in the mud boring would I be if I was like, no, it's so true. My time. <laughs> exactly. I've been reaching out to my friends who some are like in the DJ world and some are not. Some are I just know is an asshole. Someone's funny. Someone's into this. And I'm like, we got to right. figure out something you could do with me. You know, I'm going to yeah. be doing this and that, you know, and um, it, it's great. You, it, like you said, you're just building the community, whether you're they're on the screen or they're in the chat or they're in the discord. Yeah. Or, Whatever. And it, it, it kind of it reminds me of all the old stuff that we always used to do, which is like try to out make a make a weird mashup or edit or something, and just try to outdo each other and send it to oh well, this is going to be friends only. I would never play this or something. Yeah. But now it's in front of whoever wants to join us. I know it's like one giant group chat. You know? Yeah, it is. You're right. And then you have yeah. to jump from chat to chat. Like I'm in here. Okay, guys, I'm bouncing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. I just got lucky enough that that uh, with Bird, for example, that he was that he had the time and the interest to get involved. You yeah. know, like so lucky that that dude's down to to get involved. And I mean, obviously, if anybody's if anybody's like, who the hell is Bird Peterson? Go to his Twitch channel and watch his shows and ask that same question, and your mind will be exploding. So like funny. he did a. He's been doing all these like uh, themed shows. He did like Radiohead versus R and B, I think. <laughs> oh my god! And, oh, tonight is it tonight or tomorrow? He's doing. Oh god, what is it? Beck versus Motown. Oh and, my god! Yeah, I saw him the, announce and, that. And 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 the the concept is already so weird, but the lengths that he's willing to go to to make it work are incredible. He's so so funny. You know, I mean, he's already, he's obviously, he's got his own stream. He has his own things that he needs to do during a given day, but he takes the time out to get involved and I'm super hyped on it. Yeah. So, Dope. so yeah, apart from Twitch, uh, that's what we've talked about the whole time, but you have, you also it's have lived a life of our before lives now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The past four months or whatever, but, uh, you've had a long life before that, that we could get into. Um, and like you've, You've all the same way you approach your Twitch where you're multitasking like a madman and somehow pulling it off. I feel like you do that with your life from the outside from what we could see. Like you have a family, um, a wife and a kid and uh, you have uh, your clothing company and store, right? Alive and well. Yeah, we have two actually. It's oh, so Camp Lane. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Alive Camp and Lane. well. And can't blame, and can't blame the youth. Okay, can't blame the youth yeah. and alive yeah. and well. Yeah. Um, and those are both physical stores as well as clothing uh, brands. No, no, alive and well. Um, alive and well. We we shut the store. Okay. A number of years ago, and it went online only, and then it, we it took a hiatus as we there was a lot of potentials as where that was where that was headed, and then right. within this last uh, couple months, it, we solidified it as back on again web only. But yeah. And then Camp Blame the Youth is a physical store, although with the way things are working right now, there's no reason to even have it. So, oh, no. <laughs> so we're, uh, I don't know the state of the store. If I had my druthers, it would be web only, but it's right. Two, yeah. yeah. So, two, so you're doing that. You DJ for the dream. Yeah. Uh, like a mm -hmm. you're the tour DJ for the dream when tours happen uh, on planet Earth <laughs> again. Uh, probably, probably never you, again. So <laughs> you play guest sets like online now at the festivals. You do your Twitch stream. A little bit. Yeah. I'm sure you do one thousand other things I don't know about. Plus all the preparation <laughs> for everything. So I guess the overhanging thing of that is how the hell do you do that? <laughs> 
like what's your time management like i mean what where do you fit it all in i don't i haven't i haven't figured it all out it's just a lot of panic and stress (laughs) right okay i mean it's it's always it's always been this way though it's not like it's not like i just started doing this has always been the method i mean even when even when the things weren't as uh uh exhausting i mean back in the day it was oh i do art and i skate and i work on music and i you know it's it's always been like a multifaceted thing i mean i remember going to college and having to actually sit there and think to myself, okay, I'm overloaded. Workload's too much. I have to put one thing down. And it was actually DJing. I was like, all right, well, DJing can hit the, hit the bricks for a minute. Yeah. Um, and so it's just, that's kind of how it always is. Um, yeah. Just pick stuff you're this, passionate about, I guess. Yeah. And it's just, you're just constantly putting out fires after this, after this call today, I got to work on design stuff for a while and get like a bunch of new seasons figured out. And, you know, it just is what it is. Uh, right. But I'm still, yeah. but I'm still Cause it's not like you're just running those companies. You're designing all of the clothing and yeah. the yeah. artwork for yeah. it. Exactly. But then that works too. Cause I do have a team who I, I tell them, Hey, I, I can take care of the, the visual aspect of all this, but then there's certain stuff that please don't even ask me about. Like, you know, when it comes to financial stuff, I don't want to know. Right. <laughs> I don't want to know. I mean, I was, uh i have done that side of it and it's just not yeah (laughs) i'm capable of doing it but like if i can i'd prefer not to yeah you don't want you can't do everything even if you can do it it's just a waste of your time and energy pretty much what and so for the dream um how did you even start uh djing for the dream and touring with him uh so I had done mixtapes for like of his stuff before. Cause I was just a fan. Right. Um, I'd done maybe like, I don't know, three or four mixes or something, you know, and it, and they got some traction. Yeah. Like they did pick, they, they picked up a little bit back then in like the fader days when, you know, that there was an era for that for sure. And then, uh, I remember I was, I was at the playground with my kid and I got, did I get a phone call or a DM or something? It was weird. I think I got like a, I want to say I got a DM uh, from this guy who claiming to be like, sh- claiming to be his manager. Right. And I didn't believe it for a second. I was, you know, I'm at the park like, nah, scam. You yeah. know, like what, what person's trying to like get over on me right now? Yeah. And then I did a little research. Too. Yeah. Yeah. He's a big fan of your mix. Right. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> And then, you know, I did a little research and was like, ah, this could be true. Wow. Hit him up, talked it out, and was like, oh, this is real. So that was back way back when, um, and I, you know, I went down to L.A. and met them all and just realized like, okay, this is real. And, it, and I think that they were interested because um, it was, for, shockingly, it was purely because of ability. It wasn't. It, there was no like they didn't think like you look good for the job <laughs> there's no way they looked at me and said you look like a great dj for the dream like you, you would fit the dreams aesthetic perfectly no they I, I, they were like you know his music better than he does nearly you know what i mean like you know you know his catalog you know how right. the depths of this catalog and you clearly can put together stuff in ways that most people can or don't especially with his music yeah. So for them, it was an easy layup. Like, we don't have to teach anybody anything. 
Right. Um, and there was a few times on the road where they would even say like, all right, tonight is one of those times where it would have been beneficial if you looked different. <laughs> and they just say like, just go into that, go into tonight knowing that. Do you know what I mean? They're like, did you have a hoodie in your bag? You can pull over. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, nobody can another, see you. There was one time where they're like, hey, we want you to be Pusha T's DJ, but we can't let you. <laughs> and I'm like, why? What do you mean? They're like, we want you to be Pusha T's DJ, but we can't let you. Yeah. Because you can't say those things on a microphone. <laughs> hey, like, uh, it's understandable. Fair. Yeah. Fair, man. Fair. What can you do? So, uh, so yeah, that's kind of how that all worked out. And that's over the dope. years, we you guys have toured all, all over. Place. Do you have any like what's like any crazy tour stories or something that stands out as like? Yeah. <laughs> I know it's kind uh, of generic. I've, I've told a lot of them. Um, uh, geez, it's been so long. Uh, no, I think just overall that more of just like the general impression. I mean, we've we've had a lot of incidents, a lot of border going to Canada, border incidents. Getting stuck. Like getting stuck both because of me and because of him, you know, like, and then me feeling bad thinking it was all because of me and then finding out, well, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Um, and, you know, like just being in, you know, doing shows in Detroit in finding ourselves in some situations, you know, like all we've, we, we've done all of that stuff. But I think the biggest takeaway from all of it was just um, learning like that dude, if you want to learn about how to navigate, like that guy has got it down to a science. Like it's a combination of being like the most creative genius with no breaks in the room, but also knowing exactly how to talk to people. And I've seen him be like put on all sorts of different kind of hats, so to speak. Like I've seen him flash on people he needs to, and I've seen him, uh, talk his way out of situations with like just expert clarity you know it's all about that dude reads the room like right. he knows exactly who he is he knows exactly what situations there can be out there and how to navigate it and that was i think the biggest learning experience was right. just the confidence the confidence level was bananas yeah like, and I'm sure that plays into how, the songs he ends up landing with people you know he'll write and then end up someone else using yeah, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, the dude, all he does all day long is just write hits, yeah. like on accident. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll be driving we'll be driving in the Midwest in some van and he'll just be sitting there singing into his phone and then, you know, it's like, hey, can I get a... <laughs> we'll stop by studio, he'll produce a beat for it and then it's like, can I get a rip of that? That's incredible. And yeah. then all of a sudden it's a Rihanna song or like a Beyonce song. Right. It's and like, you have this damn. like... You have the the rough version of him just doing ad libs or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. About. That's dope. Yeah. Um, and then obviously something that's a huge part of your life is Red Bull Three Style, um, and uh, I mean you won the world champions. When was that? Like 2012? 2012. Yeah. Wow, eight years ago. Yeah, a um, long time. <laughs> it's been a long time since then. Yeah. Um, what got you to enter that in the first place? Uh, I, I was watching the year before when Headspin won, yeah. and Heads and I were like kind of new to being friends at that point. Like we we were talking a lot. We were kind of like <clears throat> I don't even know if 
how often we had hung out at that point, but like we were just kind of broing down over just having similar interests and yeah. Uh, I mean, the dude is a magician, you yeah, know? So I was like amazing. awestruck by what he was doing. Um, and then I went up and watched, I think his semi-final set uh, in Vancouver and just going and, and watching it on that scale was like, this is serious, like amazing. Yeah. And then, um, you know, he would, he would try to get me to enter, but then I was told by, um, Red Bull Seattle that, that it would never come to Seattle. I, I was told that, you know, just so you know, we have a lot of other programs in Seattle, um, and a lot of music programs too. So we can only have so Red Bull will only allow us to have so many. So right. we will never get freestyle. And so in my mind, I heard that and I thought, well, whatever, I guess there's no harm in me saying, well, if it ever came to Seattle, I'd enter. And, you know, I told that to my wife and she was like, okay. And then I swear it was like a week later they announced, well, we're, we are going to bring, you know, then they brought it for like a special event and she's like, oh, you said. And so she just held me to it, made me enter. And then, yeah, it was just kind of went from there. That's dope. And then every like stop after that was like please let this be over please because it's so much work you know when you're in. <laughs> yeah pressure Exhausting. anxiety you're so like yeah worked and I was, up before yeah and i was I'm, i've never been like uh, a competition guy I'm right just not really interested yeah it's like when it's when it's uh when it's based on like a massive ego stroke i don't really get it's not exciting to me it's more like makes me uncomfortable yeah so but the cool thing about three style was you had the ability to make it not that it could just purely be creativity and fun. I mean, the whole thing is supposed to be set up for all styles. You know, it's yeah. like do whatever makes you special. So I found a lane, I kept it going. And then, um, yeah, it somehow eked out the win on that one. But, and then from then on, you know, you're in that family forever. So. Right. Like how did things change after that? Well, I was working in advertising back then too. And at the time, I was like a senior art director at this spot in Seattle. And I was pretty burnt out on the dealing with clients and stuff. And, um, you know, after you win, they want to throw a bunch of stuff at you. Like, hey, why don't you come play here, here, here? And back then I was always turning stuff down. I was always like 80, 90% of the gigs out of Seattle, I would say no to. Because I didn't want to travel. I didn't want to, I had stuff going on. I was playing like five nights a week in Seattle and doing all this other stuff. And it's like, I'm getting my DJ rocks off here at home and I've got all this other stuff. Um, right. But it was like the perfect storm of like, I was sick of the ad agency and I wanted to change. And then they just offered too much money. And it's like, well, I can't turn that down. Yeah. And then, yeah, my wife was like, you clearly aren't coming home from work happy. Well, why don't you just give this a shot? You know, we'll see how it goes. Like we can, we'll make it work. And then yeah. it was just, once you get in there, it's hard to get back out, you know? Yeah. Your wife obviously deserves. Oh, she gets the trophy. Infinite medals and whatever she wants. I mean, that's Dude. that, that just, that's the a superstar. lesson to people out there for relationships. That's the type of stuff you want your significant other to do for you. You know, like I saw this big debate yesterday of people like, all you people streaming online must be single because my girl would never let me move stuff around and put, you know, turntables. And I'm like, 
I don't want to say this, but you probably don't might not have the right yeah, girl. Yeah. You know, like you want someone <laughs> that's gonna push you to do it. You said you would do that. Now you're gonna go do it. And you're like, fuck. And you know it's the right thing. And it and it yeah. ends up your whole life changes. You need people pushing you. You know, my wife too. She's like, get on this, do Twitch. What are you doing? You know, like stop, you yeah. know, working on this, work on this. And it, you need that in your life. Yeah. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean that all all the credit goes to her because she's always <laughs> She is 100% of the time seen where it's an opportunity and just been like, yeah, why would you not? You know, you, right. (laughs) Any, any like hesitation, she's always there to sort of smooth over. Yeah. I mean, that just, that speaks to the whole thing about building teams and stuff. Like obviously your wife is a different thing than a team, but it is, but in the same sense of working with a booking agent or a manager or anyone you're going to put together, you want people that believe in you almost more than you believe in yourself. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and and like even jumping back into the whole Kenny beats thing that he's explained that a ton of times where like his team does exactly that, you know, that dude, Mike power, like that guy is a wizard. Like all the, all like that whole crew down there, like the John Jones, the Mike powers, like they all the behind the scenes dudes who do it right. Oh, oh, incredible work. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, we need more people like that in the world. Yeah, it's true. Um, so, um, I just wanted to try to get into like a couple stories if you had any of them, but if you're sick of telling them, it's all good. Like if you have any kind of, we don't have to say the best or the greatest thing, but do you have any, like the worst travel story or tour story or most awkward gig type of thing? I know sometimes uh, we can be put in places I mean, where <laughs> there's it, so many, you know, there's so many. And then and sometimes it's like they're, uh, no, there's just so many. Like I've gone know, to it's endless. I'll go to like a, a new place that I'd never been that I never would have gone. And they promise you all this stuff. Oh, it's going to be a festival and it's going to be, we have 5,000 people every time. And, oh, and this is the night before Thanksgiving. So it's going to be even bigger. And then you show up and there's like an ice storm and then you get there and they're like, oh, there's no festival. Like, <laughs> Oh, that was just like a tent we had outside the bar. We we're going to have you in the tent, but it's a little cold. So now we'll put you in the bar. Oh, and oh, by the way, it's a cowboy uh, cowboy bar. And all we serve is fireball and we do line dancing. So we hope you have country music, you know, like that kind of stuff. <laughs> you just described an exact night I had one time, <laughs> basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, or, or, you know, like it's you the sketch it's it's all they're all cliches it's the sketchy promoter it's the uh the equipment that doesn't work it's being told it's one thing and it's not it's something else or it's like it's the you end up you, your flight gets canceled because it's of a blizzard or something and you end up having to spend an extra couple grand just to get to this thing and it sucks and you're like i should have just gone home you know it's yeah uh dj like i used to say this uh a lot and i still believe it less maybe less so now because we're all just at home and it's no big deal but like back when djing was like the hot ticket and everybody wanted to be a dj i used to say all the time don't do it it is djing is a lie that is perpetuated to ourselves to think that this is going to be something that it will ultimately not be for most people like it is it's such a fun hobby but as a yeah. career as a career, people need to understand that it's like a dangerous thing to get involved with because you're going to spend the 
arguably like your most effective years chasing something that may not lead anywhere. And like, that's like a big concern that I have for a lot of people is like, uh, a lot of people are like, well, I'm just going to go all in because it's my dream. And it's like, Hey, on one hand, everybody's got a dream. I'm, I'm not here to tell anybody that they shouldn't, but just be aware that unless you're constantly setting up an exit strategy and you're constantly just being aware of your surroundings, what you could end up with is uh, a lot of blurry years, a lot of addictions, a lot of bad like health and nowhere to take it all, you know? And so that sounds like super negative, but I just don't think that people talk about it enough. Like there is a possibility that if you're not watching out for your immediate surroundings or like you don't have a, a goal of how to weave this thing into something, it could go sideways. You know, yeah. it's not like, it's not the perpetual living fun that we all f promote it to be, you know, it's yeah. tough. It's hard it's work. That is true. And, I mean, that applies to all probably artistic venture, you know, if whatever you yeah. want to do. And yeah, sense. we're, we're working, we're working in a, well, what's even more sketchy is we are, we're working in a creative field, but it's also a service industry ultimately. Yeah. And there's not really like an installed safety net. So it's up to us to be that safety net. And I don't think most people are prepared for it. You know, I know that I'm not, right. <laughs> you know, there's no, a lot of times where I, mean, I have right. to, yeah, I have to stop and think like, how, you know, where's this going? Right. Well, and this if it doesn't, time, and if it doesn't go there. Right. And the, everything shutting down really showed people what was up or like, whether you like yeah. it or not, this is what it's yeah. like. And, and, uh, it, this sucks for sure. And, and I would never wish this on anybody, but I do think it's a bit of a wake up call for yeah. a lot of people. Like when this thing eventually does go away again, total fantasy, <laughs> but <laughs> But I, I wonder, like, how many people are, are interested in pursuing this still when this thing fires back up? You know, is this how many people are, are going to be like, nope, nope. I know. You know, because because it's going to come down to it, like budgets are going to get cut. Uh, gigs are going to be few and far between. There's going to be a lot more risk. And like, you know, yeah. if this is your if you want to get off, the if you want to get off the train now's the time you know right. there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that um <laughs> here i am on the dj podcast telling everyone to quit djing <laughs> no i think uh, you're speaking the truth of the, of the moment of what has yeah. come to this moment and what could be in the future i mean we don't know but i do yeah. think that put your time into the creativity the way you are with your twitch and with all of your projects because that's going to keep your mind happy ish yeah, yeah. <laughs> and fresh yeah, and you know there's the, the the positive way to say it is actually take this time to figure out what it is about this that you do love and how are you going to cultivate that and something that's purely based it's not at all based on what the existing structure is of yeah. djing because the structure is a weird thing to navigate to you know whether you're how do i get bookings do i need a manager do i need an agent do i need relationships all of this like yeah, the existing structure was really hard for a lot of people. It's a tall wall to climb over, and now uh, this is the perfect chance for us to all like develop the the happy parts of like, well, I'm really good at this. I'm going to work on that. Um, but it's also it works because it's all ground to a stop. Like, do it now because if this thing fires back up, you need to decide. 
well, do I have a place in it? Do I want to have a place in it? If it starts getting back to the same old rat race, is it going to be something that I'm interested in? Right. I've had the same thoughts, you know, like, do, yeah. do we want to go back to the exact same thing? <laughs> like, Good question. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. <laughs> See, guys, we don't know. <laughs> so no, nobody knows, and nobody it's, knows. I think that's totally okay to to still love this stuff, but then like take a moment to just examine your surroundings and yeah, and figure out like, well, was I doing it all because I was just swept up in it? And because I know there was tons of time, like years, where I would just get wrapped up in like from one gig to the next, one gig to the next, you mm -hmm. know, and I wasn't work. I wouldn't develop new ideas as much or like, you know, I, it, it, when you start road dogging really hard, it's like that can, it, that's a grind. It's a whole different part of the, of the business and yeah. it's hard to get out of. And you can't really make logical decisions when you're in the middle of that grind. No, so, you're right. Like being within like, this yeah. gives you a different perspective on everything, you know, just forcing yourself mm -hmm. to slow down. Yeah. Just taking inventory is important. Yeah. I mean, as much as this time is really hard on people's mental health, that time was too. We just maybe weren't giving it the proper respect it deserved. You yeah. Know? It's just being like, pushed off because we quote unquote didn't have time, you know, so we were just putting everything else in front of it and, and you got to pay bills. You got to be on the grind. You got to make money. You got to also, you feel like you're, it's the competitive thing. Even if you're not competitive, like you're saying you are, I'm not no, but that competitive, right. but, but it feels like, wait, am I missing out? If everyone's DJing every night and going everywhere, you know, like, should I be doing that too? Or yeah, like now going forward, shit, maybe it is good if people say, Hey, I'm taking the next couple months off to work on these projects. I'll be doing streams and putting music out and then I'll be back mm -hmm. out in the fall. Like, I don't know if that'll be an option, but um, yeah, it's, it's a great time to figure it all out. Yeah. It, it's the great equalizer. I do like that. Yeah, it is. It really is. Um, and, and that kind of goes right back into the Twitch thing. It's like, uh, the, the one positive is that, I, and I tell people a lot is, like there's no better time to jump in than now because we are all starting from zero, you know, like you yeah. see the big headlining acts jump in there. They are right there neck and neck with everybody else. We're all developing at the same time just because, yeah. you know, just because you headline for such and such doesn't instantly make you a good streamer. So. No, I mean, I saw a disclosure from the first second they got on. It was funny to watch them. You know, and then there's other people that are way more advanced to doing stuff and, and they're like these amazing producers, but they're trying yeah. to figure it out. And then by their second stream, it was like clearer and better and they figured it out and they had more of a rhythm of like, okay, we got these projects and these are new stuff. And, and you could see them grow each time, you know? Damn. I gotta check that out. Oh, dude, their stream is really dope. Um, Kenny Beats basically got them into it and, and is sort of, I think, showing them the way. But it's I, I learned so much and it's just entertaining and I mean they're so fucking talented it's insane. Yeah, for sure. Um, Shoot, what else? Uh, I mean, a few other things I wanted to ask about. Um, there's like some nerdy stuff and some sort of philosophical and whatever. But have you ever had a moment that you felt like you were going to give up, but then a breakthrough happened, like you were gonna whether it was DJing or not? Um, hmm. 
I don't know. That's tough. I mean, every single day then. Yeah. <laughs> right. Cause, but I know like there was a point for me where I was like, I've been DJing 10 years. I'm not, I'm making 150 bucks a week. This isn't working out, you know? And then like I yeah. entered that next on the decks competition and then like Matt Colin and Mark Ronson called me and they're like, yo, you're coming to Miami to play winter music. And I'd never been to Miami. And I was like, okay, I'm not giving up. Like I was literally at the point where I was like, I'm going to, get a job i'm gonna be a music supervisor for movies or something you know um i don't know i think i distract myself with doing yeah. so much that it's kind of hard to i definitely am constantly wondering if it's all just if i'm just making busy work for myself to no end yeah um so i don't think i give myself the time to really stop and like get on it like that um because it's stuff that i want to do anyway that's the other yeah. thing um, but it is good to know that people like you and everybody have the same thoughts as anybody. Everybody. You know? Oh my God. Every single person has these same issues. It's like, it's a roller coaster for right. everybody, you know? Yeah. Um, everybody. And if, yeah, it's true. And if, and if it's not, it's, it, you know, if it's not, it's just people aren't paying enough attention or you know, think about it like this. The people who are really crushing it, they're getting depressed too, but it's maybe about other stuff. Like, yeah. You know, I, I, some of the dudes we'll talk to that I know are like top earners, headliners, you know, you'd think like they're private jetting around and you think they're like, what could they possibly be upset about? A lot of those dudes have some like serious life stuff going on that right. I'm not sure we'd be willing to trade for that. You know, like there's, everybody's got their, their hangups, you know? Right. And, and, uh, if it's, if, if it's success, like, you know, it's crazy. <laughs> uh, there was a, a, a interview, like a quote that Cameron Diaz said that blew my mind. And like, of, of all, first of all, why am I watching a Cameron Diaz interview? <laughs> but she like, she said, uh, uh, I don't do what I do to define me. I, I don't, I don't look for fame to define me. Um, you know, I, 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 what was it? It's, um shit i could find it real quick although i doubt i'll be able to yeah, i don't have no, my loop no. back set up uh, but anyway yeah. the whole point is just like don't uh uh do it do it for yourself and not to chase fame you know right. because if you're if you're trying to chase fame if you want fame to define you you'll never be happy and you'll always be searching for some like mystery thing that's never actually going to complete you yeah that's so true it in that sense the only time i've ever gotten frustrated was when i feel like I am getting on myself about being better. Right. You know, I get that there's going to be hurdles that I'm maybe not able to break down right away, whether it's like industry hurdles or, you know, Hey, sure. We'd all prefer to be able to write our own ticket of which gigs we would play or how much we'd make or what treatment we'd get or what head, what slot we'd get or, you know, whatever. Yeah. There's, um, we all prefer to be able to make those decisions, but that's not always the way it works and that's fine. So just, find what you can change and just focus on that. Right. And uh, there's an element of that where it gets hard, especially with social media and everything to separate you, you as Oof. a person, than the DJ person, especially when the whole like mantra or whatever, like of now is like, you are a brand and you need to treat yourself as the brand. Yeah. And it's like, do you need to, is that true? I understand what they're saying, 
But is that even healthy in our brain after a while? Am I just then a brand when I'm like, what's my brand when I'm 68 years old? Like, what's my brand when I'm 42 and I'm 29? Why do I need to be a brand? Like, I get it, but it's weird. And then what if you want to separate yourself and just be a human and be Zach or, you know, like, can you be? How can you be? Do you forget yourself? It's like crazy. Yeah, it's it's tough. Um, I talk about that with friends a lot because on one hand, you know, I'll work on my whole life has been about creatively trying to define things, whether it's like a client's issue or something visual or something musical or just um, trying to figure out a way to like package something and let somebody else digest it. And then it's so it's really it's hard for me not to think, well, obviously, that's like the successful way to communicate. If you break down like some very heady, nerdy, like communication techniques, these are all common factors like you have to do these things becoming a brand or whatever is all that is is just a another buzzword of saying what everybody's always done over time we are just now doing it alongside of like instagram or whatever um but does that make it enjoyable hell no that's it's awful for you because then you no longer you lose touch with who you are and it's just about the success level of the final product and when you are the final product you're judging your success level based on some total bullshit. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, and then you're in that and, private jet crying or whatever, like you're saying, you know what I mean? Like, if, or not at all. Or not at all. But I'm just saying either way, you could be just as upset and get to either point and be just as totally. upset. Yeah. So you're yeah, right. It's, I mean, you know, no, everybody's got friends who've said the same thing. I took time off social media and it was the best thing I ever did. Or I turned my phone off for a week and it was the best thing I ever did. We know that this is damaging to our health. And yet we convince ourselves, this is life. This is, it's my job. I've got to be online, you know? Right. It's tough. Nobody's got the answers. And and I am at no place to say what anybody should do because I do the exact same thing. I'll say, Hey, you know what? I'm not going to pay attention to social media anymore. And then I'll get the alert on my phone. Like you've been on, you spent 20 hours today on your phone. Like, (laughs) Yeah, you know, that, it's yeah, it's been crazy during quarantine. I would be a hypocrite. I'd be a hypocrite if I told anybody what to do, uh, but it's it's common. Everybody's going through it. Yeah, but I Same think we're story. all works in progress, and we're all learning from each other. And I think to hear each other talk about that kind of stuff at least just opens our mind a little bit, and and then yeah, can lead yeah. to you being alone, maybe, and thinking about it more critically. And yeah, well, it's just some shit. we've spent years defining ourselves on how many likes we get or how yeah. much you know interaction we get and it's it's the drug that we've all slowly been taking it's crazy. It's not like we can just flip the switch and suddenly not be interested in that but right and you can see it as a dad even with like kids you know what i mean he'll be like how do you how many he'll ask me the uh, numbers on things sometimes and i'm like you're seven like don't worry about <laughs> it <laughs> yeah oh man oh man right i try to it's it's crazy. I try to protect him. I mean, he doesn't know that much, but even from watching YouTube, he'll see the numbers or you know this and that. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Um. Actually, he wanted me to ask you something because I told him you play Pokemon Go and he plays all the time. So he wanted yeah, wait, to go, even still. He plays Pokemon Go now. Yeah. Even during quarantine. Well, they made Pokemon Home. Um. But right. 
you know, we go, he meets like one or two friends now at like a park mm -hmm. and that, and they'll yeah. do that. So that's, he actually just got back into it. He used to do it three years ago. And then now he's yeah. like, he rediscovered it and he's like, Oh, I'll put it on your phone. And so we'll be like somewhere where we could be outside and walk around with so it. So cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. When, when, when the, when the quarantine thing started, I had just gotten uh band. So I had a 30, band. no, 60 day band. I know a 60 day band, a 60 day band. Um, because so when I broke my leg, uh, when I broke my leg, yes, I remember you I called me asking about knee scooters, and yeah, crutches. and and so the the whole thing was like, well, I'm stuck, I can't move, right? Yeah, and this was at the height. I mean, when I say we were addicted to Pokemon Go, whoo, we were <laughs> locked in, and I was I was unwilling, I could not take that time off, but just because I can't move, how I have to play, right? And so I, I had figured out a way. To like, you know, there's a hack out there called I called uh, you're spoofing, basically. Oh, you're 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 changing your, your GPS location, yeah. Ah. And so, you know, it's by no means the only way to do it, but I would have that as an option. And so, like when I was home, I would just do that. I'd just be sitting there in my house, like must constantly catch Pokemon. <laughs> oh my um, god! And gotta then when I got all. back, gotta catch them all. Yeah, when I got back <laughs> on the road, I I would like there would be times where I'd be in a club, for example, and I could see there's something down the street. I can't leave the club, but I want that damn Pokemon. <laughs> so I'd spoof and I'd do it. And so, it, wow. you know, they they would track you if you do it and you get caught and you get banned or whatever. So I got banned for some time. And then it just so happened that when all this stuff went down, I was able to kick the addiction at that moment. But I did see that they've been doing like the Pokemon Home stuff and everything. I've been yeah, he got curious. that. And then he started doing the Go. But he was like, he yeah. wanted to know what your favorite Pokemon was if you have one. <sighs> Oh man, that's tough. That's always like the hardest question. He asks um, me every day, and I'm like, I don't, I can't. What? You? And then he, oh, he wants to know if you have a favorite type and a favorite Pokemon. Um, I always like the water types, just because you've Good. got like Kyogre and Gyarados and all that. But like, I don't know, Dark type was always popping. Uh, let me see. No, I can't. <laughs> I can't dive in. I can't. Okay. Okay. I, okay. I mean, if you saw like what I had, it was pretty nuts. And it got to the point where like, I mean, if my daughter was always like, Oh, Mewtwo, definitely Mewtwo. He's a badass, you know? And it's like, yeah. Eh. Uh, <laughs> damn. Yeah. I don't know, man. Okay. I don't know. It's I tell them water types were always cool. And I liked Kyogre's, I guess. Okay. Yeah, but, good. I, but you know, whatever's good. good for the raid. That's a good answer. Yeah, he's every day. How many of this type can you name? I'm like, yo, I have too much shit in my brain right now. <laughs> like, yeah, we're going through the same thing with Animal Crossing now. As my daughter would be like, all right, so like, who's your favorite villager? It's like I, I love Animal Crossing, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know all the villagers. My my, my brain, my brain. I know he it's, just it's, got Animal Crossing, so I'm like, all right, we're about to get into this. It's so good. Get ready. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Um, all right, well, let's get out of here soon. There are some questions from the internet I wanted to ask you. I mean, there's let's things that we fire these bad boys. Yeah, let's rapid fire it. There's other stuff you probably, I'm assuming, you don't want to talk about that people like to hear about, like your music organization or things like that. Is that boring? I, it's, I don't really have enough of an interesting uh, okay. answer, but I do. But I am in the middle of wanting to redefine it. Um, Me too. I mean, Excel DJ XL came on this podcast and had like the most mapped out 
plan that like mm. I put it, we put it out and like everyone's like, I'm using that plan and different people. I, and I gotta so see it. That I, was I, something. I, and then cut, I had cut corners out on a little bit to it, but he didn't have much. And then, uh, uh, Excel had gotten it from someone else. And I think lazy boy has some super good organization okay. methods, supposedly. So those are people, uh, to listen to but same I, I i'm trying it. to I figure i need a i want to just whole revamp of my shit like i yeah i, I feel paralyzed sometimes because it's so much stuff and i'm like just get out of here i don't need all this yeah it was easier when we go into a club and be like well i know i'm basically going to be playing like club music tonight right but now Whereas it's like now, sky's the limit it's almost like i'm looking into a storage space where i'm like oh i haven't organized this in a long time yeah it's scary when all you can see is those TVT record sleeves. <laughs> like, oh no, everything else is a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. All right. Well, peep those, and if you come up with any ideas, hit us, and and we'll get into it. You know who's um, you know who's who'd be worth asking is DJ Delve out of Hawaii. That dude's organization. It's it's not even like that. He has or, uh, organizing skill. It's he has search skill. Everything's really? in the everything is. His file names are like so freakishly long. Well, that was and, part like, of it. Th- yeah. that's every, excel every excel field, doesn't even have yeah. crates he said it's just strictly all in the file names and he can just search which still seems hard to me but um it's yeah. a lot of work i'm sure to set up but if you've been doing it long enough it seems really effective because right. then you just type in like a mood or like a, a word that might jump out and then he's got stuff set up where sometimes if a song if he knows that this song sounds like this he'll write the other song name in that song name yeah so he can be like Oh right, and then if he accidentally searches that song name, maybe the other one will pop up too. Right, you know, and then he's I've seen, just uh, Steve Wonder does that too, and it was great. Or for samples or whatever, and you realize, oh, that and the drums are the same or whatever, and it'll pop yes. up in your search. Because yeah, I mean, when you're DJing, smart. your mind's so scattered. Um, it is. I also feel like as soon as I start DJing, I feel like I just put like this blanket on that just suffocates all brain activity. It's too. so weird. I know. Like, no matter how many Red Bulls I drink, I'm just like, oh, I feel. I know. Yeah. And then later it like comes off and you're like, oh, there's all those things I was trying to think of. I forgot to play all of these songs that yeah. I have been thinking about all week. Yeah, I know. Uh, but it is dope. One thing just to go to Twitch for one second again is um, where you said you you make those folders of new music. But something yeah. that's really dope that I've seen that's even beyond that is like you'll have that kid Kamo come in and play some new songs he made. You're literally break. I'm following that kid now. I know to look for him. You're breaking so new dope. artists yeah. even more than a radio person would. Like, yo, peep, the new this guy rapper. You're he, playing a 15-year-old yeah, send, kid. That's super dope, you know? Yeah, he, he sends me stuff while I'm on stream, and I'll download it and play it. Just That's so cool. We, we've developed that. Like, I trust that every single song he sends is going to be a banger. Yeah. And, and it always is. I bet you it gets more like that. You're going to meet more people like that. And it's a cool, that's another amazing way of the real community of Twitch and the real time stuff of it. And, um, yeah, totally. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's something to shout out. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, all right. Let's, let's get into these. Uh, I was going to ask about your first DJ setup and, and stuff like that, but, I don't know if you want to. Get uh, into that. It's pretty much the same as my current, except a different mixer. <laughs> I still have the same first two turntables I ever bought. Yeah, so do I. So I mean, and I'm not using misma- them. And they're mismatched. <laughs> That's what you're using on the stream too. Yeah, a silver one and a black one. That's dope. <laughs> and it's only because I I was so uh, amped up about buying my second uh, turntable at the time that I didn't even notice that it was the wrong color. And then I was in the car driving away and I remember saying, I don't care. And 
cool. I've never noticed their difference. I should have taken. Honestly. I should have taken the five minutes it would have taken to turn back to the store. <laughs> but yeah, it led yeah, you here. What about yeah. like when you first started DJing? Like I know I love drum and bass, and I was so excited to play like these certain songs out. Like once I finally got a gig, did you have a certain kind of music or a song you're like, when I'm I want to play this? I just used to play everything all the time. It was it's never really changed. It's never like oh I only play this kind of stuff. It was well I listened to everything and I play everything and that's just right. sort of how it is. Yeah. Um, no, nah, I mean that's what kind of worked for me in the beginning too. Was I could play every kind of night because I liked all the music. So, right. nah, it was never anything really like that. I definitely have uh, more than my fair share um, played music that uh, they didn't want at certain kind of nights. You know, yeah. that Me was kind of always my thing was yeah. like, you know, I play this rap night with like the most like rough, rugged uh, promoters and DJs and crowd and everything. It's very specifically this kind of thing. And, and, very unwilling to deviate because this is their zone and we're doing this and it's like hey i i can i can zone very well with that here's a james taylor song while we're at it. <laughs> you know what i mean and and yeah. it always worked because um i think it's just in the presentation like hey look this song's gonna last a minute and 30 tops yeah more than likely 30 to a minute tops and then i'll get back to breaking new rap records you know right so. I think that's why you're, but you're one of the few people that are good at playing at Tau Vegas, then the next morning mm-hmm. playing at the Do Over, then playing on a Holy Ship kind of festival. I mean, yeah. you really almost more than all, any other DJ, I think, whether you know it, like it or not, like uh, play all the like the gamut of everything. You know what I mean? From the most underground party to big festival type things to everything in between to even the cheese whatever some might consider a cheesy thing or whatever you know like hell yeah sign uh, me up <laughs> so and i it's think because it's, it's all know. just a it's it's all just something to solve you know yes it's like uh, i've had i've had just as much fun playing quote-unquote cheesy spots as i have playing super cool spots because ultimately it's just an it's like the unifier if you can either get away with you can be creative with anything Um, You can be creative with pots and pans, you know? So if you're, if you are satisfying yourself creatively, it just so happens that you're doing it with a genre that you may think is a little bit like low hanging fruit, whatever it is, what it is. Maybe that doesn't, maybe don't let that define you, but, but you're allowed to do it. Right. Um, or, 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 you know, just the same thing as going somewhere where everybody knows every single cool song ever. And you're just, sometimes that's even harder, you know, like you're trying to pull from the coolness. Right. Of like, damn, how do I set myself apart there? Yeah, so it's, it's I don't true. know. It's just one giant puzzle with just different <laughs> kinds of pieces. Yeah, I think that's reminiscent of DJ AM and the way he, everything was like a mm-hmm. big puzzle to him too, in a way. Like he could put it together pers- perfectly no matter the type of situation he was in, you know. It was totally. like that extreme. He was all over the place. I mean, if he yeah, was still well, around, I'm sure he'd be doing that same kind of thing, you know, even crazier. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Dope. All right. Well, let's. I'll I'll read off some of these uh, questions. If you want to just pass on them, all good. Let's see. Um, <laughs> I'll skip some. We already found out you don't have a favorite type of bean. Um, what's uh, JQ? What's your creative process like? I know it has to have changed from when you did three style. And how's your mixer set up with all the MIDI mapping? I know he's told me already, but I think others could use it as well. 
Oh, uh, I guess that's two parts. Process, like, yeah. I mean, the process hasn't really changed a whole lot. I, I guess it, yeah, maybe it has. I don't know. I used to, when I was in three style, I drew everything out, like physically really? drew it, drew it out. And I'd like, cause I'd like illustrate like these, this is all this. And then I'd like draw, I looked like that, uh, Charlie day from, uh, always sunny meme where he's like, <laughs> he's like ah! freaking out. if you like, walked in, if you walked into the studio, I'd be like, guys, fuck out math equations going yeah. around his head. Yeah. So I used to do that, but I don't, don't do it as much now, but arguably that's also cause back then I was more in the trenches of it. Whereas now I'm, now if like it comes to me cool but i'm not like beating my head against the wall to do it as much yeah so that's probably the only reason um and then for midi mapping the mixer i'm pretty boring when it comes to midi mapping the only difference that i have is that i have my right two parameter buttons as sync activate for left and right and then my left two parameter buttons sync off for left and right that's it everything else is everything else is stock um, right that's good that's that's pretty useful though just so if you yeah. just want to go into sync mode and not worry about them going off and be able to handle all your other shit yeah i mean i constantly i have like the nervous tick of like hitting the sync over and over and over for no reason you know My, but like, uh, one thing i still that still fucks with me on sync is the um when i click it and it switches to like another beat or something oh yeah well you gotta have your beat grids on and you gotta have you know the beat structure needs to be mixing properly like or it has to like be close enough. If you're too far off, it'll just be like boom. Yeah, if if you're too far, it goes to whatever the closest grid is. So right. if you're way way off, may I not know. save you. And I don't have um, all my beat grids done, but yeah. If you don't have beat grids done, it's not worth using at all. Right. It, like sync sync would actually be a detriment if you don't have your beat grids. Yeah. That's true. Um, or like if you have loops on, I have a lot of issue with if you have a loop going and you yeah. try to mix into that and you try to correct it and it's sitting there looping. it'll mess it'll it spazzes right that's where sync mode is dangerous but for the most part useful yeah for the basic stuff it's great you know i mean i used to i used to really enjoy beat matching and everything but you know yeah it's like (laughs) it was so much work (laughs) right exactly you really need to see me sitting there like finessing the record just to make like a simple yeah. blend like it also cares. used to be more impressive when it was like a really hard there was nothing helping you do it and also you didn't have that much other stuff to do right exactly yeah um dope all right what about mr fat lace guy godfrey uh oh yeah yeah seattle uh were the rubber chickens at wexley school for girls your idea i don't know what that means no <laughs> okay that's <laughs> no good, not my idea I, no. Wexley was a crazy ad firm that was totally out there okay. and they were just as out there before I got there as when I left. All right. Yeah. Um, DJ Ben select. Will we ever get another weekday warrior mix? Volume three still gets heavy rotation with me. Salute. Uh, maybe, but I went a long time of thinking people didn't care about mixtapes for a while. I just I finished a new one for this, for this brand. We'll see how the reception is there. So yeah. I made a mixtape. It's an hour long. Like when was the last time you said that? You know, I like I know. the mix. Um, but the reality of getting people, I sent the mix to maybe like two or maybe even three close friends. Those motherfuckers have not listened to that mix. You know what I'm saying? Like right. these are my friends and these guys, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not, yeah. I'm not 
totally judging them. I'm completely They're watching your stream. Here. They're too busy. <laughs> but no, but, but that's like what I'm saying is we are doing all this other stuff that's more interactive than a mixtape these days. Right. Mixtape is really difficult to get somebody to sit down and really check out. So right. or pay someone to do much, some ill visuals and put it on your Twitch. <laughs> as much as I would really love to uh yeah, well actually I do plan on like performing it. Yeah. You know, you that's the thing is it's so much easier to get together and all be in the chat. But like if I give someone a mixtape, unfortunately the times have changed where you're not gonna get the same kind of miles out of it anymore. Right. Yeah. It just doesn't work that way. And it sucks because I love mixtapes and I catch myself doing the exact same thing. I just start getting skippy i start skipping i know i know <laughs> i know they're good you know there's only one dude is there yeah i think there's only one guy whose mixes i still listen to and that's dj delve and that's because it's such a vibe you know yeah he's so. really one of a kind i gotta get him on this podcast just to talk about the um the organization but just everything like the scene out there the stuff he's built with his parties his approach yeah. to djing is so unique and dope his, and his insights are nuts yeah, I know. he's been in the game. Twitter. He's been in the game for so long. Yeah, yeah. Just his tweets alone, like the way he'll analyze the nights all the time, and it's like I can hear what he's saying just within two sentences. I could picture it all. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, dope. <laughs> even talking about it right now, damn. I think I just talked myself out of making it. Actually, no. Come <laughs> so on. we'll see. I mean, I we'll think see. People would I, appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> Some we'll would. Unfortunately, yes. the pool of that is so much smaller now. So it's hard. There's we'll more see. stuff coming we'll at us at all times. You know what I mean? Like I can't even watch yeah. a movie I want to watch. Like there's just I'm like, oh, I gotta make time for it. There's so much shit. Right. That's true. Um. All right. Should we read Stone Rock's question? I think you know it's oh, gonna be God. something ridiculous. Oh God. <laughs> Man, I haven't talked to Stone in a minute. All right. Then this is what I he's gotta, gonna I say got, to you. He says, "What gotta, flavor ice cream doesn't?" irritate his sensitive butthole <laughs> hey man the older i get they all do <laughs> <laughs> okay perfect <laughs> yeah. um all right let's see dope it's domino he always comes with some good questions um i'm just gonna put them all together because he wrote a lot of them so let's see any part you remember just answer he says do you cut your sandwiches diagonally or straight across and how i don't the cut my sandwiches oh no cut I don't just have time for that. Straight to the it's crust. It's not that I don't. It's <laughs> not that for that. That's the I don't one thing you don't. If I'm making, if I'm making a sandwich for my wife, I will cut that sandwich. But if I'm making that sandwich for me, I don't got time for that. You know, that's so funny. Same here. I make a sandwich for my kid. I'm like, yo, here you go. For me, making I'm like, sure it's I'm all nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah. fold all for, his clothes. Mine. I'm just like, here, fuck this. I just. That's hilarious. for me. If, if yeah, if I could, if I could ingest it in pill form, I would just do that and move on. <laughs> me move too. Move my day. I love food, but I feel like I'm wasting my time so much of the time. Exactly. So I'm with you. Okay. And then he said, how has quarantine affected your drive to pull from all of your creative outlets and make them cohesive? <laughs> Way deeper uh, question. I mean, you know, the, the, it's, it's the roller coaster. Some days yeah. you're like, I gotta, I, I'm going stir crazy. I need to create. And some days you can't do it to save your life. Yeah, exactly. So. I know. You're like, what am I doing with my life? Everything's over. Oh, I feel so great today. I can't wait to work on this. This is super dope. Yeah, pretty much. There's no good, there's no good answer for that. Yeah. And we talked about how your design background and everything just all comes together. And this is really all of it coming together is your Twitch. So it's dope mm -hmm. to see. 
Um, all right. Someone says anonymous asks, what is the highest pressure moment you faced on the road with dream? We kind of talked about that, but if you have, uh, I mean, there's been, he really, he'll put you on the spot. So it's, yeah, if it wasn't one thing, it's another, you know, if like, um, I think the, the worst flop that I ever did was he has a song called fancy, which is super a great song like according to him the greatest song ever written and i'm not gonna disagree with him it's pretty amazing but it's but the the album version is like seven and a half minutes long or something so we always we've been over the years worked to try to make it shorter and more show friendly and um you know because of that we have a thousand different versions of the show file floating around and we got it down to like three minutes or so but there was one time where i played the seven minute version on accident and as soon as it crossed the threshold, and once you miss it, you can't get out of it. You're stuck. As soon as we both heard it cross that threshold, he looks at me and I looked at him and it was like, strap in. We got a <laughs> lot more minutes ahead and we cannot get out of it right now because you can't spin it back because the whole point is the Christian, the, the, the finale. Right. The so entire thing the edit, builds up. With, yeah. Without the edit, you are stuck. And so oh, that, God. yeah. But there was plenty of things he used to like really try to and it was all for it was all love he was trying to make sure hey don't let this slide if you see this don't wait for me to tell you you know it's yeah and and i'm a and i'm a uh, perfectionist for the most part well maybe not perfectionist but i'm a i i I pay attention to detail but he was he was training me to be like no 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 not good enough damn all right Every day was a whole new experience. Wow. Sounds high pressure. Um, Marvel wants to know how many rap albums you actually made. Including solo? Probably like seven. With you rapping? Mm Mm-hmm. Tight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then let's do one last one. DJ Drew Music said, favorite word, play, concept you've come up with, if not favorite, then some top picks. I mean, you're like, most of your sets are like, the whole thing is weaved together like that. Yeah, I don't know. know. Uh, It'd be impossible to pull any favorites. I mean, you know, the Lovers and Friends thing's always fun. Just because it's such a a moment. Um, But there's been so many that I always, you know what's funny? The easy ones are always the most fun. The ones yeah. that like, it's like, oh, duh, of course, you know, it's yeah. the ones that you can't unhear. Anything that takes a lot of work is usually not as, you It know. just goes by the, but yeah, exactly. Those easy ones that are then just stuck in your head forever. You can't hear yeah. the song the same after that. Yeah. My whole goal is to just ruin every song that I've ever played for everyone <laughs> forever. I only hear the truth. Truth hurts as the office theme sound. Nah, like it's just, I hear the piano. It's just exactly. On uh last the last time we did new year's uh i was in reno and i dropped the curb your enthusiasm theme at midnight which is actually pretty ironic considering we were going into yeah considering we were going into 2020 i did not realize that was going to be so fitting but then i looped uh i looped part of it and then it was in key with truth hurts and then wow it built from there and it was like whoa all right i mean corny level all time but also concept sky high that that would have been a great new year's moment for me (laughs) just to be there as a person that's dope all right well uh before we get out of here um 
Is there anything you want to promote? Tell people to check out. Where can they find you online? Where, <laughs> where do you think? Twitch. <laughs> find him at yeah. Twitch. Four colors, Zach. All right. You can't, can't, uh, don't miss that. And then is there any kind of, you gave us so many gems and a lot of advice already. So if not, it's fine. But any advice you have for DJs out there during this time? Man, any don't additional? listen to me. I don't have the answers. We're all, we're all clueless, blindfolded, just reaching for some commonality. Just do whatever it's going to keep you sane. Okay. That's it. And, that and, don't be an, and don't be an idiot. Don't be an idiot and wear your fucking masks. You goddamn selfish fuckers. Yes, please. Sorry, well, <laughs> just let me just let me just load all the cursing at the end. Great, beep all that, fine. Beep all that out. No, no, we yeah. can we can curse, but yeah, exactly. We're all in this together, so we're all going through similar things, and uh, yeah. that applies to the DJ world and just wearing your fucking mask. So it's not that hard. Please, everybody else in the world can do it. And everybody else in the world's doing things. Even in fucking New York, shit seems like it's a different country at this point. It seems like they're slowly like doing things from what I see. Please. <laughs> All right, dope. Yo, Four Color Zach. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. Yo, Four Color Zach, thank you so much for coming on the 20 podcast. Thanks, uh, great talking to you. And uh, we will see you on Twitch. Yeah, you will. All right, All right man. Good to see you. The 20 Podcast is produced by BeatSource. Join us next week for more interviews as we discuss music that matters to DJs. Peace. And that was The 20 with DJ Spider.